And that's why I'm not allowed within 150 yards of that church. Welcome to King of the World Chat. Where the points don't matter, and neither does the topic. Or anything else. Why, uh, why did you do that? Why did I do what? What prompted you to do this? Uh... Oh, the time for that has passed. Anyways, moving forward. Would you like to apologize no. to uh, no. the, the good people? No, in no way, shape, or form. They know why. Well, anyways. All right. Let's get on with the show. You said you were going to start us off. I did start us off. Welcome back to King of the World Chat. You don't do you don't do a second Where intro. the topics are not made up because we already got started off. I, yeah, didn't you hear the intro? I, that's up to you. I don't know what they will. How is what you heard up to me? The edit for this episode. I'm gonna have to clip out so much shit. Based on comments made earlier in the week, I'm I'm sus of everything at this point. Hey, you're the one that decided to be to do that with the editing. We had a no fire rule, and then we did not have a rule. Yeah. First of no, all, no, it was unspoken. You don't you don't use the editing what, that rule? way. Oh, now it's unspoken. Of course so we it's have unspoken, unspoken rules. Uh, give me some other unspoken rules that I should uh, probably be aware of. Uh, flush the toilet when you're done. Like, okay. you know, basic, basic things like ones relevant to the podcast, such as uh, the I still unspoken feel like rule. that's relevant to the podcast. What unspoken rule did I break? Uh, you misuse the editing. How did I misuse the editing? You know how you misuse the editing. This isn't a Explain trial. how I misused the editing. Uh, did you not see last week's intro? I mean, you had Can to, you, you made it. Can you explain how I misused the editing? I, I, I seem to remember some blame shifting and some calling out and pointing fingers. Uh, who blamed anyone? Uh, I believe you did. Who did I blame? I believe you blamed me for some audio files, which, by the way, was something you taught me how to do and you showed me how to do and did not tell I me I need to turn that setting off. I didn't mute your desktop audio, Just therefore saying. doubling my... You created the echo. You're somehow putting that right, on me. Right. Because I, know. I accept responsibility for that the part. That part I accept responsibility for. But once I don't again, think you did. It sounded like you just blamed me for it. Which in the intro, you really I don't do think only listen to about fifty percent what someone says. I believe the intro said that this was entirely preventable, and I'm not going to mention any names. So if you're not going to mention any names, which you're not mentioning your own. But that's an obvious given, and there's only well, one. It could have been me. And there's only one other person. It could have been me. I mean, you'd have to be some kind of moron to not get that. Which either a means you think I'm a moron, or you okay. think our viewers so, are morons. I don't think anyone is a moron. I don't know. So I the told them, hey, so the audio is messed cool. up. I told them, hey, the audio is messed up. It was entirely preventable. I'm not going to mention any names. And so I broke an unspoken rule by misusing the edit. What did I misuse? Bro, you totally shifted the blame on me for that. 
I did not shift any blame. Was it not your fault that there was a double? If it was someone's fault. I mean, yeah, I didn't know the desktop audio was on. Because okay. remember, so, that has been off for all so of our recording. So who did I shift it that from? That has been off for all of our recording sessions. Because remember, who did I, didn't I use shift it. blame from and to? Like all I did was say, "Hey, so, the audio is going to sound okay. bad this week and should be back to normal next week." But that's which was a disclaimer for the listener. Right, but was not the message that was conveyed. Like, can you repeat exactly how you put it again? The exact words, not your paraphrasing. I believe I said, the exact words. if I believe, first of all, that's a ridiculous thing to expect me to remember, but I believe I said. Oh, I don't expect you to my, remember. Are I you going to let me go answer to the, the question you asked? You said, I'm clipping I in believe, the video, you know here, right? I don't think you are. I believe that I said, if my audio sounds like a speaking spell with laryngitis Mm-hmm. That was run through Optimus mm-hmm. Prime's sweaty jock strap. Just know that the situation was entirely Man, preventable. Man, for someone who doesn't remember, that was really fucking close, if not almost dead. I think on. that was pretty damn close. Yeah. And thank you if you're trying to compliment me. Both, uh, both complimenting and slightly sus. And then I said, I'm not going to mention any names. Right. So, which you've identified at the beginning of this episode was somehow oh, oh, like a- anyone watching that would have gathered. If that. anything, if anything, it wasn't shifting blame. It would be just saying this is why. So you would prefer it. I didn't tell So when you say not mentioning any names, but that means that there's a name to mention. So this is you telling me that you didn't think that was funny. And that was breaking a rule. I think, like I said, it was shots fired. Which is why I said, "Why don't you start this episode off since you're doing the edit?" Oh, and I am it's, now it's the, like it's anticipating now the Law and Order intro. I just know that if you somehow change words around or you make it say something that I didn't say, no, 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 no. I will, I will not. This, I will not break the honor code there. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Every okay. every audio where someone starts, it will not be clipped up words. Actually, that's a spoken code. I've told you. I was like, hey. If we ever did that, it would make it completely obvious that that's what it was. Because that would be funny. If it was funny, I wouldn't be mad. Well, I mean, I mean, like, if it's you. funny enough, you can get away with pretty much anything, almost. Like... If it's funny enough yeah. to make me laugh, then that's the only way you really have to worry about. really isn't that hard because I've seen you laugh at some stupid shit. Yeah, that's true at times. But you it, like you know to what? laugh at dumb shit, man. I do, but I will tell you this also. Like, it is sometimes harder than I would like it to be for me to... Uh, not laugh? No, for me to get a laugh. Oh, to get a laugh? Yeah, not like as in I mean, get one. Find that a like to, hard. for something to no, I'm telling you, I don't at laugh as often as I would like to. You don't live, laugh, love. I do my best. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was eat, pray, love. No, that eat, love, it's pray. wish it, want it, do it. I think that everybody poops. That's the book. Same, I, now there's there's the Bible. And, and you like, know what? I was about to congratulate us on the last episode mm-hmm. for not talking about poop until we got to the story about dog mm-hmm. poop. 
and chalk this one up as the uh, the poop reference for this episode. So yep. Hey, uh, we can't flip the board again. We mentioned poop again. We eventually are going to make that board. You see, taking a shit is the grand equalizer. It's like it <laughs> everybody really is poops. Everybody. Oh, and that's why shit yeah, happens. I would say, think of a, like think of your heroes. Guess what? They take shits. I, that's, I believe like, that was my advice to... for for men that are like intimidated by talking to pretty women, or the reverse. If you're intimidated as a woman oh, yeah. by talking to pretty men, or a man that wants to, whatever. I'm gonna be honest, if, if you're you talking to you a pretty guy, to, they're probably not what hey, you're looking for. You like, can they're probably playing tune a piano, there. but you can't tune a fish. You could, you could imagine them in their underwear, or you could just remember. You know what? That person drops some fucking stank pickles sometimes, just like everybody else. <laughs> and then you have power. You have, as Seinfeld would have said, you have hand. Or you did, have you seen that you one? You just shove pennies up your ass. You could do the. You could do the ass <laughs> pennies. <laughs> That's our second reference to ass pennies. One of these days, we'll have to tell them about Ass Pennies. Uh, no, no, they should know Ass Pennies. That's an old video. It's a hilarious video. You should check out Ass Pennies on YouTube. That man went through some serious math and pennies. That's fantastic. Excuse me. Hey, speaking of, Mountain Dew. Yeah, still waiting on the papers. Where the fuck have they been? I don't know. They're, uh... They're late. I drank enough of the live wire to glow at night. I assume that's what, uh, that you didn't actually have lighting in your house. That I don't. That was just a, a residual That is just effect. a clear tube that my piss is running through. Interesting. Yeah. I'm thinking about, like, drying it out into dust and selling it as radian. You know? Glow-in-the-dark watches. That's certainly an idea. I can't believe people used to drink that shit. Fucking radiant, dude. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Uh, I have an idea. I found some liquid plutonium. I should drink this. <laughs> Seems legit. It did until it didn't. Yep. And then a little jokes on us. They become the first X-Men. Should have drank the Radian. Sounds like a conspiracy theory. Oh, uh, the world's full of them. Wow, it was full of them. Well, let's uh, let's touch on that. What, um, where is it? Not that one. There we go. What are the most ridiculous conspiracy theory you've heard about in gaming? <laughs> SoCal Lady Killer. The SoCal Lady Killer was brilliant. I would say that. That one. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. Hats off to that guy. Um, crazy, like hmm. other crazy conspiracies. <sighs> These could range from like yeah. the things that you heard on the playground, where it's like, yeah. like the car in uh, the truck that's in, or it Pokemon. could be like you know the Curse Majora's mask cartridge have been drowned. Or How to get Mew, yeah, I was going to say copy pastas. Like, the white hand from Pokemon. That was why it was interesting whenever you would find one that was real, yeah. like the missing Pokemon note. Pokemon Black. Yeah, there was one that I said to be before, and that one. was in the red, what was it, red, blue, red, blue days? 
What, the missing no? No, no, Red Blue Days, the Pokemon Black. The original creepypasta Pokemon Black. Mm, I don't. If I've heard that creepypasta, I've forgotten it. That's uh, the one where you play as the trainer that do ghost Pokemon. You go through the whole game. That when you beat a trainer, it's just a headstone after you beat them. And at the end, mm. you are the old sprite. And then it's the uh, Sylph Scope ghost Pokemon that attacks you. And all you can ah, do is struggle. Okay. And you die. That's cool. Fucking copy pasta, creepy pasta. Yeah, it's a like all that kind of conspiracy crap. Hmm. Yeah. I think that the um, the originally like people used to say like a lot of cheat codes were that way, right? Like kids would be like, How is it? "Oh, you can get." You could get like naked Laura Craft on the old Tomb Raider games. And then, like, I think the developers eventually, on like one of the Tomb Raider games, they put in there was a cheat code that people thought would get you like naked Laura Craft, Croft, Lord but Craft. she would blow up instead. Craft mac and cheese. Like, <laughs> don't ask where it blues. comes from. <laughs> don't ask where it comes from. <laughs> it's, uh, but eventually, if you tried to put in that cheat code, it just blew Laura Croft up, I think. Yeah. So that's kind of cool when they put stuff like that. When the lore becomes like implemented into the yeah, when all the insane the, crap, and then they just like, hey, let's put it in the game as like a total like underhand. Remember everybody saying you could get Master Chief with no helmet on and actually see it. Yeah, and then it turns out he's wearing another helmet. They're like, did you think we actually had his head in? Because stupid. it would be fucking stupid to take Master Chief's helmet off. Yeah. You know, yeah, for like, like a TV show. Who the fuck would do that? Who in their right mind would think that up? Seriously, if you thought that up, quit your job and go do something you else. You know, I didn't, I, I never watched a single episode of the Halo TV show, but I do remember when it first dropped last year, everybody talking about, um, what was the joke? <laughs> okay, uh, so. There was hopes for that because there was like an older live action thing yeah, that was but pretty they, good. Well, like the Spartans yeah. were only in it for like the last few seconds. Like. What was it? Oh, Master Cheeks. That was the joke because he's like, he, he comes out like, and he's not wearing anything and you could see his butt showing Master Chief's butt would have been much better than showing him with no helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, you don't do that. Fucking stupid. Master Chief with his helmet was supposed to be like Batman with his cow. He could be anybody under there. So like hats off to like Judge Dredd getting a big name actor, keeping the helmet. Fuck on yeah. The whole no, dude, time. that comes down to what's it called? What's his name? Uh the guy from the boys. Fucking Yeah. Man, he deserves yeah. so much more work. Um and uh the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal yeah. keeping it on for like almost I mean that was central to the plot. Yeah, he took it off a couple times though. When those were plot important plot moments because it was a big Happened deal for him. Too much. Oh, I remember what we were going to talk about as well, but we'll get to that in a moment. That'll be another good sidebar. But Mandalorian um, is still fucking ten yeah, out of ten. That's fucking. I heard. Uh, I'm not a like. I'm not a huge fan of um, the Last of Us, mostly because and, it's on the PlayStation. And well, I mean, it just it was infected. That came out during the huge zombie thing. It was just so played out by the time it came out for me. Just yeah, but I think the game itself, what what little I'd played of it when I borrowed, uh, when I played it over at uh, the boys' place, 
Um, that I had fun with the game, but I just never like got into it that much because I don't even have a PlayStation still. So I was not that excited for the uh, the show, but the show apparently was very good. Um, fucking Ron Swanson apparently plays a side character <laughs> in there. I just heard the other day, and he fucking nailed it from what I understand. Which doesn't surprise me at all. So he seems Pedro like he Pascal could be good, was he'd be a good actor, not just you know Ron Swanson. Pedro Pascal, the guy that plays the Mandalorian, is also the eggs in your establishment. Joel. Did you see um, the clip on YouTube where Saturday Night Live did a uh, bit where they basically did a trailer <clears throat> for an HBO style show that was. Uh, based on a video game Mm -mm. and it had Pedro Pascal in it because he was on that week and it was um, a Mario Kart movie that was supposed to be like mixed with The Last of Us. It was pretty funny. Mario Kart with The Last of Us. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, you can't put two tragedies together. Like, it's just too tragic. Mario Kart is a tragedy in progress. (sighs) Dude, it's like... There's no, like, I'm pretty sure that's what hell is. Like, you have to play Mario Kart to get anything good, but you never win because we all know why. You're talking about blue shells. Yeah. Not to be confused with uh, getting the blues. You could call that getting the blues. The lower craft mac and cheese, which might or might not be blue cheese that you should not ask where it comes from. Well, let's get into the meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Hi. Well, last week we talked about some uh, dungeon, a, a tier list of the season one dungeons in World of Warcraft Dragonflight. Uh, one of the things that you, of course, deal with in Mythic Plus is uh, weekly affixes. It's a way, if you don't play the game, to know basically it's they rotate weekly and they are all negative mostly <laughs> um some of them are not are worse than others we'll say it like that which is the whole point of what we're getting at today basically it's supposed to modify the dungeons and make the dungeons play differently some of them are better at that than others some of them are questionably do they add fun like I think, uh, I guess that depends on you personally. Um, for me and my brother, though, we're uh, going to tell you which ones we thought were worse than others. Not as bad. And maybe we can touch on, uh, there's an idea floating out there. Um, a lot of ideas, wherever floating ideas float. out there. That's true. True and real. That um, maybe they should do some that are, a positive ones. I think that would be interesting. I think with our whole working system for like, if we were going to do a scoring system for mythic plus instead of just a, a timer that works that way, which again, still going to continue to advocate if the timer was split up into sections, that would be better than it is now. Cause you're not automatically punished because you fucked up at the beginning and everybody wants to leave. Um, you could score, differently depending on which affixes like if they gave you a bunch of positive ones and made the dungeons harder you could turn them off and i think that would arguably be a better system because you sort of decide what you do or don't want to take 
um, that would be one way to do it. If you were going to do positive affixes I don't know, man. Instead. I think at a certain point, though, it should take away your ability to turn certain ones off. It's like, nah, at this level, you have to have this one on. Like, this has to Well, if you were going to do negative <clears throat> ones, effectively, think of it like this. In Halo, you have the skulls. No, that's not a skulls. bad idea right there. Doing it like kind of like it's, the skull system. No, that's what I'm saying, is it works like that kind of... If, okay, if, no, that, you, I see what you're saying. Now, that actually is a, not a bad idea, you know? Like, it's like, okay, we can turn can on these affixes... It's going to increase it by this much. Eventually, you want to have them all on to be getting the best. Unless some of them make it easier and like you could turn those off. But yeah, effectively, you can, and that would add a lot more replay value as well. If yeah. they, they could be a lot more creative with them. And they tried to do thundering as a risk reward because the way it works, it's the seasonal affix. So that's one that's on once you get to. A key level 10, like a Mythic Plus. Basically, it's the dungeons. They get harder as your key level increases. They add like more damage and more health to each enemy in the uh, in the dungeon. And once you get to different levels up to 10, it adds more affixes or skulls, if you want to think of it that way, that are all negative. And at 10, you've got the seasonal affix, which is in every week at a plus 10 yeah. and you definitely want to be doing a plus 10 above plus 10s eventually because you're rewarded well you're supposed to be rewarded at least better. it's not fucking spitefuls anymore spitefuls were such bullshit spiteful i was not a fan of. i hated spiteful spiteful, spiteful sucked because in the same way that the timer for the whole dungeon sort of puts a damper on the whole dungeon based on how you do Spiteful made you split things up differently because it would spawn a mob that was a fairly dangerous mob that would spawn once you got to a certain number of count. If you don't know what count is, every enemy that's a trash mob in the dungeon has a certain number of score. You have to get to 100% and beat the timer to upgrade the key. If you get to the end and you didn't finish, then you got to go back and kill more mobs. This is typically the tank's job to come up with the route because they're the ones that pull. Anyone could do it. Uh, I but mean, it's, say it's like it's not typically a job. It's just that y'all need to know the route. Like y'all are the ones who have is, to know. Since it. you're the one that pulls, like yeah. basically the route. Right, like on honestly, the DPS, you can really get away with not knowing the route. Just follow your tank. Like everyone is going to be mad at you if you're the tank and you don't know the route. Yeah, because so you're you supposed to know need, it. And that also changes, like but how we talked about some. also be open to deviating if a DPS makes a suggestion. Well, and that's why we said last week Don't when we're just like put your foot that, down and be like, "I'm the tank, I make the route." And it's like, "Well, well, well, time out, bro." Yeah, no, yeah, that would be a ridiculous thing to do. Yeah, if you, the thing is, as I said a second ago, when you get to certain dungeons, there's not really route options, like, and a lot of that's season one. A lot of them are just straight linear dungeons where you don't really make decisions, which is less stress in that there's not as much routing, but it also detracts from some of the, I think it's good if the routes are relatively like, like the problem, like we said last week was when you have a skip like um, in Noku Defensive, that's so much better than the alternative it's like when they nerf frost bombs and then, oh, well, now it's like a non-issue altogether. 
So it effectively becomes like an auto-include and eventually will punish people and keep tanks from learning if they don't know the skip from seasons past because people will absolutely blast you and probably just straight up leave your key if you don't know the skip later on because you will mess up the timer in some cases. So it's another thing to balance, basically. And Spiteful made that very hard because... Every time you got to a 20%, 20, 40, 60, 80, this big mob would spawn. They would shoot out in basically the cardinal directions, north, south, east, and west, periodically, a thing that you had to dodge or you would get stunned, which sucked. It did a lot of damage. It didn't reset its health if you died, and it just spawned as soon as 20% was killed, whether you were in the middle of a pool or not. Like, So it, it added a significant amount of difficulty depending on how you set that up. And you could get really bad spitefuls. So it was not always a super fun as, uh, affix. We'll say it like that. But thundering was supposed to be risk-reward because uh, you you get more damage. It puts that thing on you. You got 15 seconds to basically, you get either positive or negative. You have to touch a negative to a positive to clear it. While you have it, you do, what is it, 30% extra damage? Yeah, they give, like, more health, too. Why, yeah. It's, I think it's just the damage, but it's a big damage boost. But if you keep it for 15 seconds... Everybody that's got it and doesn't clear is going to get stunned. It takes which a is almost, shit ton of damage, too. Which, it happens every minute. So, that doesn't sound like a bad idea in theory, but it effectively is like, okay, it'd be like an affix where you're like, oh, by the way, you have to pat your head twice every minute or everyone gets stunned. It's not hard, but if you forget to do it, we ha- like it will, it will fuck up a perfect run that you spent 35 minutes on and did everything right, and then you get to the last boss, two players don't touch, and everybody dies. And it, it, it doesn't feel like a super great affix. They eventually changed it in the middle of the season so that the tank always has one, uh, the negative charge, and that way you have one out of the five that has to move for cones and stuff that can end up just killing everybody if they if they move improperly and it makes that a little bit easier thundering is not i don't think people at large like it it's not the worst one they've ever had it's not the best one they've ever had but it was supposed to be risk reward and i think most people like as you get better you you sort of hang on to it longer so you get more out of the damage and as you get to the higher key levels like you'll need to hang on to that sometimes you could use it on dungeons where you've gotten a little bit behind and you need to like get some more distance. If everybody hangs on to the buff for longer, then you'll kill things faster. But just have a plan of where you're going to go. It's not a terrible idea in theory, but in practice, it's probably not everybody's favorite. Um, so still better than spitefuls. Pridefuls. That was it. Whatever. Pridefuls. Spiteful. Yeah. Spiteful's still a thing. It's the one that, which is annoying more than anything, but so but it's not really like spiteful. Really punishes melee DPS. Yes, it does. And forces ranged that aren't paying attention. It forces out of melee all the fucking time. I hate having to get out of the pile up. It's annoying. Spiteful.
Spiteful spawns a ghost mob when yeah. a mob dies that basically picks one player, fixates towards it, and slowly moves towards them. Didn't they have those in... Um, uh, yes, they did. Sunken Temple, basically, a long time ago. And then, uh, effectively. And then they had it in, uh, not Manitombs, uh, uh, Sethic Halls, was it? Yeah, no, no, no. It was, uh, Shadow Labs, wasn't it? It might have been Slabs. I think Sethic Halls had no, it. No, no, it was Sethic Halls because it was the Ghost of Roka, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, Sethic Halls. Which I and, think uh, also, wasn't that in Blackrock too? Blackrock. Wasn't there a mob like that in fucking in Blackrock Depths? Maybe. There might have been a fire. Dude, there were so many like mobs that. in Blackrock Depths. It's hard to remember, but. Dungeons were so much bigger back then. Dungeons were like some of those dungeons were entire zones. Oh, yeah. And they they, they one of them plans. is a fucking capital city now. They they had when they designed those originally in vanilla, they thought people would be doing that like very differently. They thought people would be hanging out in Maradon all the time, basically, like not the actual instance, but in the like the zone outside the instance, and that people would like group up that way, which is not what people did even before the LF uh, D the looking for the dungeon finder no. existed. People tend to around, hang around settlements. So thundering is that everything it's in every dungeon plus 10, which you eventually want to be, and you will work your way past uh, fairly quickly. Every week it alternates between one called tyrannical and one called fortified, which basically buffs big time, either the trash mobs on fortified weeks or tyrannical buffs the bosses so that they do a lot more damage and have more health. Tyrannical weeks are less forgiving, it feels like, we would say, because if a player dies at the beginning of a tyrannical boss, you might as well, depending on the boss, reset it. Otherwise, you're going to brick your key trying to kill it with less damage dealers, which punishes mistakes on the boss fights a lot more. But some dungeons are worse on fortified weeks, depending on the pools. And I think the best dungeons are sort of like balanced. Like we said, kind of like with, you know, they're hard for different reasons at that point. And then everything else, the other two that you'll get each week rotates on a, for season one, Dragonflight, they did a 10 week season and it's about to reset. So they're going to go back to week one, which was raging and quaking. Ooh. Fairly easy. Well, quaking sucks. Like quaking is eh, quaking is annoying because if you need to res, it's there. Um, it seems to like to really line up with my I beam a lot. Like, the real shitty part about quaking is when it lines up with those places where you have to stack in a boss fight, and oh, you're not yeah. allowed to not basically. Yeah, the, and that's they're supposed to have fixed that in some cases, like the inhale on the worm boss, like. But I know that that we had quaking not that long ago, a couple weeks back, and that was a rough week because I think it was with Grievous, was it? No, spiteful. It was spiteful. Okay, so the ones that we're going to be raiding, basically, um, thundering, fortified, tyrannical, raging, quaking, bursting, grievous, sanguine, volcanic, storming, and spiteful. I think that's all. And then explosive. Fuck explosive. By the way, we're just going to throw the timer down in F tier. 
just because it's a shitty way to do things. It's cheap. It's, uh, it's just lazy. Yeah, it's, it, it's a it's a lazy way to add difficulty. Yeah, I don't think it's a terrible system, but I think it's fine the, to have a setup there for speed running because that gives the speedrunner something to do. Let the crackheads go do what they want to do. You know. Shout out to speedrunners. Yeah, they know they're crackheads. Like they know what they are. They don't deny it. Do they supply it? No, they don't. They use it. Speedrunners are not suppliers. Users. Oh, yeah. Definite users. They use everything they possibly can to just to shave a couple seconds off. Which if I just you... cut my ball sack just a little bit shorter, I can get a little less drag. Which, like... I, I would agree with largely, but like I said, I don't think it's a terrible, like, it's a more simple way, but I would agree that it's probably fairly lazy. And if they would, the problem is... Now, you know what it is fun with the timer? It's completely Dragon pass riding. fail. Dragon riding is real fun with the timer. Dragon riding is real fun, period. I would agree. And we're both... Sky Scourge, which you should, uh, it's not, it won't take you long to get if you do it right. And that'll be a good hour and a half, two hours for you, depending on how many people are online and how long it takes you mm -hmm. to do personally. Let's see. Raging, Storming, Spiteful. I've almost got all of them. And we've already got Raging on there. Storming. You got bolstering on there? Uh, no, not yet. And all I'm doing is making a list right now. This is just literally notepad. Spiteful, grievous, bolstering, and explosive. Grievous is already on there. Explosive and bolstering. That's the last two. All right, well, then uh, let's start with uh, Fortified, I guess. Which is one of the basically weekly ones that alternates. Every week you're dealing with, every other week you're dealing with this one, guaranteed. Makes all of the trash mobs in the dungeon, everything that's not a boss, basically. Gets a big health boost. Specifically, non-boss enemies have 20% more health and inflict up to 30% increased damage. Okay. So I guess we'll start off with Fortified. Right. That's one of the weekly ones. It's on every other week. Makes the mobs beefier. Starts at, for the trash. Starts at plus twos. All right. So basically, if you don't know what trash is, trash mobs are anything that's not a boss mob. That's it. That's all it is. Uh, so personally, I think Fortified is a good affix. Like, making the trash, like, the average general mob antagonist platoon, sprite, whatever you want to call it, I think making that stronger and hit harder, and I think with making it smarter would be another good add. Like, for example, like, well, I guess they kind of do that when they get to, when we get to saying one, we'll discuss that. 
They um, do seem to be smarter. I say they do seem to be fucking smarter, don't they? Bastards. They sure do. Anyways. Let's, let's look at it like this. Of the eight dungeons that are in <coughs> season one right now, mm-hmm. which ones are worse on Fortified? Which is generally not as bad as Tyrannical. I think most so people So Azure agree. Vault is definitely up there when it comes to Fortified. Um, that beginning trash is pretty rough with the with the crystalline if you don't know what you're the doing. Lashers. Um but straight up harder, I think like more likely to fail, probably Temple of the Jade Serpent because of those last few pulls, but definitely the last one. Oh yeah, the last pull is harder than the boss. Um, but I feel like that one's fairly balanced with the difficulty level of the last two bosses on Tyrannical Weeks. Dude, even on Tyrannical, up. they're worse than the boss. Dude, that, that last so. boss is not bad at all. No. For example, it's tyrannical this week. And do you still have that at a 20? What? Temple of the Jade Serpent? Yeah, I still have it at a 20. I'll bet you money. If we fail that 20, it'll be because of one of the boss fights and not because of the last I, pool, If it is, it's going to be Dragon. The Dragon, yeah. I think the Dragon is probably the worst boss. The The Shaw boss is not terrible. Dude, the Shaw it's boss just, is a joke. It's much easier when you stack the ads properly because it's not a joke if, they, if you don't kill them fast enough. He heals himself. And Priest right. is really good there because they can get rid of both of the touch of nothingness or something else that can dispel like Agony a warlock. Agony and Strife heal themselves? No. We're talking about the last boss, the Shaw. Oh, no, 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 no. When you, not when you fucking send all your shit into the wall. Yeah, which is what I said. If you don't stack up the ads properly, then it's much more difficult <coughs> to deal with if you don't kill them in time. And they're not, like, and I don't think they get buffed with tyrannical or fortified. I think they probably have bigger health pools, but I don't know. Either way, the point is, as you get to higher key levels, they'll have more health. And if you don't kill them fast enough, they're going to heal the boss during that transition phase. But I would definitely agree with you that the dragon boss is probably the more difficult one because of phase two. Yeah, which we really need to start utilizing that. We can uh, try. Dragon I don't think it'll be, so. think it'll it's be not going to be hard, dude. The it'll main thing the is out. the main thing is I just have to have aggro on it before she starts casting. If she all you start- got to do is all you got to do is taunt basically right before. I know. It's like it's like a taunt swap. If you have a demon hunter and you in phase two. When she does Jade Serpent Strike, it effectively puts a Healing Absorb debuff on mm-hmm. the tank or whoever's got aggro at the time that's hit with that ability. And you can mitigate that by saving your potion as the tank. That will help the healer out a lot. It only works yep. one time, basically, obviously, because of the cooldown. But something else you could do is have your Demon Hunter taunt right before they do Jade Serpent Strike. And if they do their Metamorphosis Leap and are in the air while the ability goes off, then they won't. Nothing happens. They won't take the. You can uh, also like, demon hunters. If when you're in Algathar's Academy, Bird Boss, you can skip a deafening screech stack. Same you deal. You can skip a lot of stuff apparently. Yeah. If you oh yeah. Time you can metamorphosis. Do, I properly. skip explosives sometimes. That's good stuff. I think that's the kind of fix that they should keep in the game, because um, it's like a skill shot effectively. Hmm. It's just knowing when shit's going to go off and when I need to be invincible. But Tibble the Jade Serpent in general, like I said, I think it would be fair. It's pretty damn close to, uh, but I definitely feel like it is a little bit on the harder side on a fortified week as opposed to tyrannical. 
Um, yeah. Other dungeons. Ruby Live Pools is not a cakewalk on Fortified because no, that, of the ring. that ring is always rough for the, for the healer. It definitely makes that much more difficult. And if you pull the fucking those last fire dragon. There, plus the, you, the fire lash to the channeler and the uh, the storm surge oh, yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, guys. Yeah. They, that's Ruby the Life toughest pools. pull in the dungeon. That yeah. two channeler pull. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Another one that is probably a little rougher when it is. Uh, Quarter Stars isn't that bad. A few of the things are, are a little rough, but Quarter none Star of that's so bad. easier in general. I mean, you, you should know to kill the imps that way anyways. Um, yeah. yeah. If you're not doing the imps properly, then somebody's yeah. dying. <laughs> Which Maybe surprisingly, everybody. how many of y'all don't know how to do that? I mean, like, how are you in a 16 key or plus and you it's don't know how to done. fucking do imps? You know what? I think that the reason that happens is I think people gear up in other ways that is like their preferred way to play, whether it's raiding or PvP. Your gear does not mean you can so, just jump into 16. Then they've got gear and they think, oh, and maybe because it's old dungeons, they're like, I remember Court of Stars. I no, played you in don't. Legion. No, you fucking Sometimes don't. Sometimes they don't. But we're getting off. Uh, what else? Um no coup defensive is definitely not a cakewalk on. No, uh, no, no. The necro side is rough. Uh, the electrical I side, would say, eh, but no coup defensive is probably one of the most even in terms of like on tyrannical. That tornado boy boss is like the difficulty check for the dungeon. Yeah. On fortified weeks, it's like the, the trash at the at the storm boss is no cakewalk either, but it's definitely those the the trash right before the third boss. And I would say of the two, I think we've probably had more issues with, and I think it's fairly even, because a lot of that comes down to the, a stress on the healer as well. It's definitely more stressful for me as the tank on Fortified Weeks than it is in Tyrannical, but it's pretty close. I don't feel like it changes too much. At the beginning of the dungeon, before they nerfed things and before you got used to it, it definitely felt like... Like, it was fucking hard on Fortified Weeks. Um, if we were going to put it on a tier list, I think Tyrannical definitely would go... Fortified. Like, if, if things go up higher when they don't suck as much, then Fortified goes above Tyrannical. Yeah. But I think Fortified is a fairly... Like, I agree with you. I think it's a fairly good affix. It sucks sometimes, but it, not in a way that feels unfair. Mm. I put it's it just, in A tier. It's all right. I think that's a good spot for it. I think I'd say it's good. Ah! Let's ask this. Like, well, I guess we just can't go straight there. Um, tyrannical. It's the other one. If it's not fortified week, then it's tyrannical week, and that just means the boss is... So, tyrannical is a... Do you know the boss mechanics, and can you do it for an extended point of time? Now, the problem yes. for Dragonflight is... They have way too many fucking mechanics for this. It's almost like a soft enrage yeah. for certain bosses. Like, there's, like, okay, so, like, in the older, like, in Shadowlands, when we were doing it there, a lot of those bosses, they still had mechanics that you needed to know, but it wasn't, like, constant swirls, constant moving, constant, like, Dragonflight, you're always doing something well, other than your job. And like, let's call back to earlier, like you said, like... <laughs> We get, for example, Court of Stars, that first boss gives people way more trouble than it should. It's not super complex mechanics, but if you 
basically you find out real quick if people know about Arcane Lockdown or not. You have to jump oh, yeah. three times or you're going to move super slow. Um, you could, if you know how to do that boss and time was not a factor, you could, tanks could basically solo that boss. It'll take forever, but a tank and a DPS can kill that mm-hmm. boss fairly quickly. But when you have the timer, like you said, it turns that into, okay, now we might as well just wipe because yeah. and one then, guy and died. Literally, it's like, and for certain uh, keys, such as Azure Vault, Halls of Valor. Yes. You know, Depending on where that boss comes, yeah. like Halls of Valor at the very end. You're just God. Fucked. Like, God, just that fucked. is ass. <laughs> like, finding yeah. out that you don't have, that somebody doesn't know how to do mechanics until the very end, like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, yeah. sucks. Especially when you have a good clean run the whole way through. Which you get again, up that one the timer you... will split up into segments. Would yep. not be as punishing. I mean, some of the RP's gotten better than it was when we first started. But I'm still be honest. That so, goes to F tier. RP yeah. in dungeons is like yeah. that's a shitty affix. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That should count as an affix on its own RP. It's Add specific it as a to block, the dungeon. And it's going into F tier with the timer. Which speaking of dungeon specific affixes, they've added that to uh Wrath of the Lich King Classic, I believe. They have dungeon-specific affixes that didn't exist before. And I think dungeon-specific affixes, it takes more work for developing, but it's going to be more balanced. I think it's a better play. I think it's, I think it probably it's a lot is. more... Dude, I it would I be agree. a lot more fun. Like, for example, like uh, let's let's keep with one that we've talked about before. Uh, through the uh, Ice Crown Citadel dungeons. The one where your uh, uh, halls of reflection... Halls of reflection. Something like, uh, you know, quaking wouldn't matter much there, but something that slowed you down, something that made you run slower, if you hit that mechanic, that's a big deal in that dungeon. You know, part of the dungeon is running away from the Lich King, you know, so getting slowed feels bad. Like Arcane Lockdown. Yeah, like Arcane Lockdown, like throwing you a lockdown or something, where you had to jump three times to get out. But the thing about Arcane Lockdown is all you have to do is jump. It's like tapping your head, so it's like, hey... just, okay, here's the problem. It's are you paying attention or not, basically. So you you don't see a whole lot of this because you don't really get targeted with line. Line typically is either going to target a DPS or the healer. It goes after a healer, yeah. It seems and, like. And when you're jumping, if it appears at the wrong time when you're midair, there's nothing you can do unless you're like a demon hunter or something. Or yeah, because so you and you're me, in we're air. super mobile. Yeah, you're you're we stuck. We have multiple options. So it forces them to either jump forward, which same deal. You could be jumping right into death. But know? effectively, again, is not an issue if you know it's coming and you're paying attention. Well, once again, you can just get bad RNG is the point I'm making. That jump mechanic puts it up a little bit to RNG. It's like but it there lines is an instance where it doesn't matter way. how good you're doing. It you lines just up, get no, it does. It lines up that way that you should know... When this comes up, the line is coming afterwards. Yeah, but like once again, you don't know where it's going to get placed and when. And but that's my what I'm point saying. is, my point is that it, it's not like quaking. I understand. When it pops my, while you're making you the point that to, you can plan no, ahead. I'm well. Here's what I'm trying to get at. Are you saying that it is effectively impossible certain times if no, the random that's not, numbers that's are bad extreme. enough? No, I'm saying there are cases 
where I've seen the healer doing the mechanics and he just gets screwed on the RNG with the line because he's in midair and he can do nothing. Like, because he just jumps straight up. He can push forward, but he's only going to go a little bit. And he's got to basically initiate that hop again. He can't run because Arcane Lockdown won't let him move. So he has to jump, which once again, since he's slowed, his jump is very small. It's a very short bunny hop. So if it's just in the middle where lines already started mid-jump previous, he's fucked, dude. He's not getting I'm out not of that. Gonna, I'm not going to try to argue with that because... I'm telling you, there are just some, like... And that's sure just that with quarter stars. Of some people, and it's I... a small window, but there are some things that just, like, over-engineered. There's way too much going yeah, on. Sure. But, like, that's why... Like Veximus, for example, the big elemental boss on Veximus uh, is a is a good example of like a lot of mechanics, but that's all manageable. Well, like, my point is you're talking about things that overlap. Like when Arcane Lockdown, which it always does, yeah. overlaps with the orb, which is why I said Dude, it sometimes overlaps with line and cone. It should not punish you as much if you're ready for it. But there are certain times when uh like Veximus where you let him eat one orb, just one, and I learned this from Quasi again, but if you eat one orb at the beginning, it changes when Arcane Fissure, which is a big thing that hits everybody regardless of where they're at now, lines up with mana bombs. It lines up badly if you don't offset it that way, and it's going to make the healer have a hard time keeping everyone topped up to survive the Fissure. But if you do that, then it stops that. So that can be when you can be mitigated by something like that. I don't think that's as punishing, but if, uh, if it's the experience of players that that happens more often than not, I'm not going to argue against that, but that's why I asked if you were saying you felt like it felt like completely unfair. Sometimes, yeah, no, like I'm saying in a lot of, which I would argue quaking does. You can't do shit. Right, about yeah, that's what, and that's what I'm saying. Some of those boss mechanics, it's just like, hey, this is going to come down to a slot pull. Like, you could do it all right, but you could just get screwed on how well, it turns okay, out. Okay, so this is what I, I'm just like, when there's a mechanic where everybody has to stand in the same spot, like yeah. the the like big the runes explosion or yeah, second to last like, boss in vault, which you have to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Quaking which we haven't gotten to yet is an affix that basically it puts a circle around everybody that they know for a few seconds, it's going to go off. And if you're overlapping at that point, it's going to do more damage depending on the more players that are overlapping. Oh, so everybody has to stand together. It will kill everybody. Mm -hmm. So when it makes you stand in the same spot, because it's random when it comes up, you can mitigate that some way by using a weak R that tells you when quaking might be coming. It can't tell you specifically when it will be coming. That is RNG. Like sometimes you can't do anything about that. I was asking if you're saying that you feel like arcane lockdown, which always comes before the orb feels that unfair because I think that's a separate level of unfair. I'm, I'm not gonna saying say it doesn't again suck. for the third time. It's not always, but it can line up, and I have seen it do that before. And I'm saying in those situations, when there is a chance that it just comes down to a slot pool, that feels bad because that literally makes the players to a point where it's like, hey, we may just wipe you because 
no other reason than fuck you. Like, I'm not okay. saying so it. So you're, uh, no, I, that, that, that's all I was trying to get at. You're saying that yeah. you feel like it's impossible for. I'm saying that whenever there's a chance for it just to be like, there's nothing any player could have done. There's nothing. No one could have solved this because this is literally set up a way that forces you to fail. And okay. there are some like times said, in that situation that happens. I was just trying to get clarification there. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, well, I'm I would say I never once said, no, this like arcane lockdown should be removed. It's like, I didn't I don't say know. you said that. I didn't no, no, say no, you but said like, that. I mean, that's like the, the extreme that you were going to. No, like, it wasn't. All I was saying was we agree that what sounds like you're describing is the quaking situation. You don't have a choice, and if the randomness pops, mm-hmm. yeah. you're just fucked. I mean, if, you like, have, if you have quaking, ran- gotta be standing on the room, plus you gotta clear thunder. fucked you. Like, like yeah. But you're saying that that is the case for that first boss in Court of Stars I'm saying sometimes. it's one of them sometimes. Okay. I am not trying to say across the board... I didn't that say is, you said across the board ever. Well, you just keep like, going back to the first boss no, of Court no, of Stars. No, I'm, I'm trying to out. clarify something that I feel like is not going to be honest. I think everybody else has got it. You might be the only one behind me. No, here. no, I don't not have it. I'm saying, are you well, saying you the clarification? The you don't got it. No. Uh, for the last time, and then you can decide for yourself, listener. Like, I'm saying, this is a fuck you mechanic. And you're saying sometimes. This is a fuck you mechanic that they can do nothing about. There's yeah. no way for them to be ready for it. Yeah, there's no situation. There's no solution they have. Okay, okay. I can't argue against that, but it is my experience that Arcane Lockdown always comes right before the orb, so you should be jumping to the side in a safe direction before that Assuming happens. you're not jumping into cone. Or into mobs. In a safe direction. Do you realize how small that is? I do that boss multiple times. <laughs> and again, you and I have extra mobility that a lot of classes don't. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I've seen it happen. I've seen players I know who are not shitters. I didn't they say just they were shitters. bad I... RNG. Well, that's what I was asking. It's like... And like I'm saying, like that's what I'm getting at. There's quite a few bosses like that with these affixes in Dragonflight, you know. Um, not just Court of Stars. I'm trying to think. Well, like what? What would be another boss like that? Second to last for uh, what's it called? Second to last for. Uh, Azure Vault. Uh, Fenrir can be that way. Depending wait, on wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 oh you're talking about with quaking, though. Yeah, with we're quaking. Not, like, we're not I'm talking quaking. about. I'm talking, well, you're I'm just talking, talking about, about. Well, we kind of moved into the conversation of like, where are these bosses? Well, we didn't that put Tyrannical on the list. No answer that's what, mechanics. Like, there's nothing did, you can do. Yeah, we didn't. As a matter of like fact, said, the first boss of Azure Vault is one that'll do the same thing. If you get bad with like line up on that. With trees and clearing trees. I think more often than not, you can do something about it. I, that's why I said I agree quaking sucks sometimes. And even Blizzard agreed because they made a change finally that might or might not have still worked for some players. Um, so I would agree quaking sucks. Like when we get to it that. It can. It can. 
The yeah. reason we brought this up is because you're talking about tyrannical bosses, and those are just and straight tyrannical up. forces these situations. By those making are just you, straight up, yeah, right, dungeon because mechanics. Because some of those mechanics are designed to be timers themselves. It's like, hey, you really want to drop the boss before he starts doing this shit, because once he yeah. starts doing this shit, it's well, almost like impossible a to get rage. Exactly. exactly. It's like, but something you could do if you're like a priest that doesn't have a lot of mobility options, which they have a little bit. You could take, um, what is that ability called that makes you run a little bit faster when you use uh, your oh, that's, that's power word shield? It's not much, but it would be Say, enough. That's not worth taking. It's a little boost. That's the best you can do. I'm just trying to think of things no, you, you could, could use do. A, you could use a sprint potion or a, a, a gust. Yeah, you could do that. You could use an external thing like yeah, that. Yeah, I would say a gust would be your best choice. If you don't use it already, first of all, everybody that's doing Mythic Plus Dungeon, you should be using big wigs and little wigs because it puts timers for mm -hmm. the boss mechanics and moves on screen so you know when that's going to happen and you yeah. would be ready for it. So that's something you could do to help deal with that stuff. If that's something that you're saying, hey, yeah, sometimes that sucks on Tyrannical. And yes, at large, Tyrannical punishes you much harder. And just like you said, very first thing, you find out whether or not you know boss mechanics on Tyrannical yeah. Weeks, which it sucks for Mythic Plus because that becomes more... Hey, one person that doesn't know the mechanics or isn't as good at dealing with them, or it's maybe their class hurt. isn't, it's gonna it's gonna make them be taken yeah. less, which can feel bad for your experience in the game because maybe people will not pick your class if they don't know any better. Oh yeah, because there are people out there that are so so small brained that they're like, ah, this person isn't like like uh what is it um uh. The one that uh, everybody we just did that everybody likes priests for because they have mass to spell. And if you looked at the numbers for that week, I check out a, a, a content creator named Eisen. He puts the weekly numbers for Mythic Plus up there. Priests went way up last week because of that affix. It was uh, not explosive, bursting, because bursting is a magic debuff, and everybody gets it. So the it's a healers mm -hmm. have a hard time dealing with it sometimes. But priest is good there because they can. Once every 40 seconds or however long the cooldown is for Master Spell, they can get that, rid of that off everybody. So if you're a healer that is not meta, as in not one of the best numbers-wise, and doesn't have Master Spell, you're probably not getting picked that week, Like which can suck for you and might make you feel like, well, I love this. I love playing Mistweaver, but nobody wants me to play this week. Yeah. Well, like it just comes with utility. Like sometimes certain so arguably, don't have it. Well, and arguably, like, uh, those mechanics are ones that are, which again, if it was more of a positive affix thing that you turned off when you wanted more difficulty, it would be good to have things that incentivize taking a class that makes it good to have them that week. But you don't want affixes that effectively make certain players, if they main a class that's like, well, this class is like, it shouldn't, it's bad design if a class is like so bad effectively from player perception that people won't take them. Right. Like that that, that so feels bad. I think that puts tyrannical onto the C spot. Ah. It has potential, but as it is currently stands, it's just not in a good place. Sometimes the bosses be. are it fun because be. of their mechanics. Exactly. It just sucks when, when it just, when it feels so punishing. Yeah. 
So now, if you've got a regular friend group and you guys are like, you know, that probably feels better. If you're pugging, it's definitely worse. So I would agree. Like C tier, I think is very fair for relative. We got what uh, fortified in A, tyrannicals in C. Those are the two weekly affixes. They're at plus two. It's the first affix you'll turn on. And by when I say turn on, I mean you're doing a key level higher than plus two. You will always deal with those, one or the other, but never at the same time. That would be garbage. Yeah, fuck that. Um, Next on the list. Now we're getting to the Unless you turn off the timer. Turn off the timer. I do that. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, can you complete it? You're damn right. Well, or or just change the reward structure, like so that like timing. What becomes, you mean, like kind of make it like how they did back in BC, like maybe you're, timing you're unlocking different higher level keys. Maybe you have a loot pool that is. Hey, we're getting off to a whole other answer. No, to no, whole no. Like maybe I'm we're not trying to try... answer a better mim no, plus but situation. We, but we are always adding mythic plus. So I'm just saying, like we've come up with some ideas as the weeks have gone on. Right, but we're maybe doing it, a tier list for. Yes, but maybe if there was a, maybe if there was a weekly, like a pool (laughs) of loot that you could get if you timed the dungeon. Will you quit with the fucking face? I'm going to say it, whether or not you want me to. I know you are. That's why I'm making the face. Well, then make a face and put your head down. Heads up, seven up. Heads down, thumbs up. Heads up, seven up. Come on, man. Get Swifty in here and shit on the floor. If there was like loot that came from a pool that you only got if you timed, even that would probably be kind of garbo because when you put rewards up there, like it doesn't become like, oh, that's extra. It becomes we failed if we didn't get that. So like I think that would probably be the way to like fix the timer. But again, now we're getting into the ones that get added at, what is it, plus four and then plus seven mm-hmm. is when you get the next two affixes. These rotate in and out weekly, and you will not always deal with them. Uh, there's a set rotation for ten weeks this time. The first one is uh, raging. Raging. Non-boss enemies, so trash mobs, and rage at 30% health remaining, dealing 50% damage until they are defeated. And I do believe that can be soothed. Yes, but it doesn't Which happen. Makes, no, most of the time, no. But that's the that's better than the ones that like. It, it's like, hey, hunter, druid, they become more valuable those weeks. Like that's the good kind of like. It's not going to be like, hey, people won't take you if you're not, but it will help you get into more groups that week. I actively try not to take druids. They don't. They don't soothe, anyways. And if they had to carry a seed, they wouldn't have it. Thank God that that's a quality of life that they've improved across the board. Generally speaking, as far as reagents for spells that people don't have from way back in the day. If you're an OG, you remember what we're talking about. Yeah. So you you know my complaint here. Raging isn't too bad though. Raging's not. And it, honestly, and it's because of what makes it bad is the fact that players, that a lot of them are just, oh, can't figure it out. Um, that makes it good. That, that said, raging, definitely more difficult on a fortified week than it is a tyrannical. Yeah. Thank God the bosses don't all autom- automatically get enraged because some I would, say would just. Put, put enrage in B. Ah! Think enrage goes in B. I feel like that's a good spot for it. 
And what do we have? Uh, Quaking. Quaking is the one we were talking about earlier. Uh, to give you the actual description, periodically, although it's kind of random because if you get the week all the time, I would it, it put quaking you, in D. I think quaking goes down low. All players emit a shockwave, inflicting damage and interrupting nearby allies. That's the other shitty thing about it, is it? No, no, no. You see, that's that affects also fucking lies. It doesn't interrupt just nearby allies. Also interrupts you. Like yeah. you interrupt yourself. And it almost always pops up when you're trying to resurrect after combat. It it just seems to have the perfect timing. Which makes it feel even worse because it's like, okay, you're in between trash packs. If you use... uh, If you have to res somebody, you're already in a spot where everyone's like kind of eh. But if like, you use details, which is an add-on that almost everybody uses, it's many, many things beyond just a damage meter. Yeah. But one of the things it that will tell kicking, you... kicking, boys. It will tell you the, the amount of time that you spent out of combat in a dungeon run. Quaking adds extra time to out of combat. which So you the point is, you don't want to be not fighting in Mythic Plus. You want to be fighting as much as possible... You don't want to have any downtime if you could help it. And quaking forces you to have more downtime, almost Mm -hmm. like RP, because, hey, somebody died. Okay, we made it through the pool. Great. This is good. You start to resurrect. Are you rezzing? How about a kick in the balls? And then what happens? Quaking, it's like, hey there. Are you you trying to resurrect? Uh, Hi. You better fucking stop Mm -hmm. casting, because if you don't, you're going to get locked out of that spell for an extra amount of seconds, which just feels even worse. Yep. Like also like this isn't a huge deal, but just as an aside, and this is a thing that you don't deal with in regular groups, but in pugs, if your tank or anyone else for that matter can resurrect and they try to res the ally that's dead in between pools and you're the healer, take that opportunity to drink. If there's more than one person that's dead, by all means, use your master. Uh, but if you see one guy dead, you don't have mana, and me is about to resuscitate, like, drink real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me do that. Like, just a quick... It's not like even a pet peeve, because it's not their fault. But it, it sometimes I'm like, I wish I could just tell them. Okay, so a quaking? You say D tier? Yeah, D tier. Oh. RP is down in F by itself, so yeah, I'll put Quake in no, tier. No, uh, RP is down there with the timer. In F tier. Yes, they are both in F tier. Well, uh, I I thought we weren't talking about the timer. I told you that we consider the timer in FX and it's shit, and it goes into F. Well, a second ago, I was trying to talk about a way to make. The I literally better. stated and that someone at was the putting start their head down because they literally didn't want stated to talk that about before that conversation even started. So that means we could talk about it. No, I just said we're just throwing it in there as like because it, that's where it belongs. Okay. That might be another one of those unspoken rules that uh, uh, was not unspoken, spoken. was literally on camera. Fair enough, I suppose. And will be in grayscale, slow yeah. motion, me saying. Don't try, don't try to silence me. Okay, I'm not trying we'll to silence about, you. I will talk about the fucking timer fix when I have that I idea. will. If I, I will stop to. you from talking when you're getting you off in the weeds. About I will do you so. You will do nothing about it. And if you take that out, 
you better believe you're going to hear about it the next week. Now that that's I, 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 what we I'm gonna, no matter what I do, I'm going to hear about it from you. I, I, that now is a 100% guarantee. That, you that started is a guarantee. That. I was at work the other day. I'm walking back in oh, from lunch break, and I'm like, we're going back into work. And then I get a call, and he's like, I don't know why you're playing the violin Because I just know that you are the one that just started the griping. You're trying to put it on me when you called. You're like, I guess uh, I guess shots are fired, bro. And I was like, still salty hey, about that, huh? I, I, you were the one that was salty. You yeah. called me. I, you I just said you this. opened the floodgates. This is the thing this. now. Like, you started this. I've accepted as this is now a new part of life. You, I'm not being salty about it. You started this. No, I just literally said at the beginning, we're throwing it down in there. It's just that the talking about fixing M plus is a whole nother video. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you getting cute with the edit. <laughs> I Okay, wait, time out. First off, you can't say that to me. I haven't done this. You have done this. I have you, not. You absolutely Hey, you got to get you got to get through this weekend before you can say that. I have to do it before you can say that. That's I could true. Very, I could very That's easily true. just do this That's cleanly, true. and you're hey, just an asshole. It would be amazing <laughs> if you took the high road on that every time. Every but again, I will also maintain that I never pointed out who made an error. And do you remember what I said on that phone call when you called me to tell me about? Listening to the which the was same before shit the episode, you essentially said in the beginning, which of the video. was before the episode came out. By the way, I always give you the option to listen to it beforehand. I always listen to it beforehand. Well, if you didn't, I didn't have want that it in there, but... you could have asked to take it out as well because that is not an unspoken rule. That is a spoken rule. No, I just like I said, I decided to leave it because I wanted. So do you remember? I, what I, you no, said no, then? I wanted this to start. I just didn't want it to be on me. Okay, I'll take that. But do you like, remember what you said on the phone call? Or what I said after you said which, so in, what in shots particular? fired, basically. I oh, said, yeah. hey, I also called myself out in the comments section because the episode was out late on this last week because of me. It's sort of like... Yeah, that was I, more due to... That was technical things. You can't know that. Like... If you, by the way, at the beginning of the, like, I should I went to bed on Sunday night with the episode uploading. I thought I woke up, turned on my uh, screen because I obviously went to sleep with my computer on, and I looked, and it's still at zero percent. I'm like, rough. Mm, that mm-hmm. was like a twenty gigabyte upload, dude. That takes a long time. Yeah, not as much time on. Yeah, my like, yeah. Anyways, so if it was, I apologize that the episode was not out on Monday. I'd like to give our first official apology on behalf of King of the World chat for the episode not being out on Monday. Now back to the affixes. Where are we at? We Quaking was D tier? Yep, D tier. I, I would agree with that D as well. D for dumb. Okay, the next one. Bursting. When slain, non-boss, so trash enemies, explode, causing all players to suffer damage over four seconds. This affects stacks. So the more things you kill in succession, stacks on a magic debuff that can be dispelled. I like bursting. I think bursting. I, I, it forces DPS to have to think differently. 
most aspects is we still have it to should. like most aspects are like you're forcing me to stand somewhere else or just not be somewhere but this one forces me to kind of think of how I play the game a little bit and DPS and think, players take note because this man is a DPS main and he just said or he didn't say rather what a lot of people would say tanks included sometimes and go it's a healer affix and then act like they don't have to do anything differently at all and then get mad when they don't succeed because of that affix yeah that's because not there the is healer. things that you could do differently yeah how about don't make everybody die at the same time me as a demon hunter that's one of the things i love to do you know what i do with that moment i start chaos striking i stop splashing I try to take each one down slowly. Throw up a defensive. Use a personal heal. Use a potion. Stagger the kills. Mm -hmm. Stop uh, Stop you, trying to pad you, your numbers, too. God, stop trying to pad your numbers. Dwarf, fucking use fire blood. Like, do something. Like, don't just put it on the healer. But it is mostly one that healers will feel. Some healers just straight up don't want to deal with it at all, and they don't play. Mm -hmm. It is harder to find healers for pugs on grievous week i mean not grievous like, Grievous weeks too i don't know if logs are still a thing i don't think they've ever been a thing in m plus like i don't know like particularly uh because one i just don't use them because it's like why am i doing that i'm not going for world first it's not i don't need to be that nitty and gritty like <laughs> mythic plus doesn't need any help getting like oh God, more no. like no. <laughs> Like, but I just don't see why you would use logs like in that situation. It like, would be helpful at times, but it could be much more damaging. No, because it, was a, it would be way more damaging because like we've already got people trying to pad their numbers so they don't feel Which like they're God, the yeah, it, yeah, for their like, ego, basically. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, fuck your ego. No one cares. No one's if you sit die, go, nobody gives a shit. You're not yeah. going to be top damage if you die. But like, you want to know what's something I haven't seen in a long time? What's that? People at the end of it, at the dungeon or every encounter throwing up DPS numbers. I don't see that posted in the chat ever anymore. That's like, probably that good. is an old, old thing. If that's not happening, stop worrying about your DPS that much. The only time we're going to take a look is if we're dying to a boss repeatedly. That's the only time anyone's really going to look. No one else gives a fuck other than that. If shit's you know going what I right, do if people are, you know, getting things done, no one gives a fuck. Keep going on. Stop trying to pad those numbers and causing situations. Just you know what I do, do the work. You know what I do notice in that line, though? Hmm. People will start to just randomly start, like, calling out things about themselves for no reason, seemingly. But a lot of times what they're saying is, my damage is lower than it should be. Mm -hmm. I feel oh, like they'll the be excuse. like, oh, I like, missed this. And it's like, hey, nobody said anything like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no one's like... But I think we all feel it inherently sometimes because I was talking to a healer the other night. This healer is a fucking Chad Resto Shaman, by the way. Thank God for balancing changes. Resto Shaman is in a yeah. fantastic place. And they can do good damage. Like, this guy, he did good damage. He did nearly 20k, 20k DPS on his... Uh, which is an alt for him on his Resto Shaman. And I told him afterwards, I was whispering him, because this guy's a G. I talked to him which fairly regularly now. I was like, dude... Shaming. 
blah, blah, blah. And it, we're talking back and forth, and he's like, oh, he said, yeah, my damage, blah, blah. I said, dude, your damage was good for a healer. He's like, yeah, but healer damage. And then I look at my own number, and I'm like, my number was lower than it was normally for that. I didn't say that to him, but I'm sitting there, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I took a lot more defensive options than I normally would. And I'm like, my first inclination was to be like, yeah, your damage wasn't, you know, that much off. And I was like, well, but I did this and this and I I didn't say any of this to him, but I just noticed that I was like, it is funny how like you start to be like, well, I, uh, I didn't have, uh, this, you know, or just didn't overlap. You know what I mean? It's like, it's something that people are like. It's like an inherent self-conscious thing. But like you said, just fucking do your job. Stay alive. Don't worry about the fucking... Don't pad. Don't hurt the success of the group to pad for logs that are not even fucking logged. Like, Yeah, I think it's funny, though, that tanks and healers talk about doing damage. No, he just mentioned... Oh, yeah, it's nothing... Say, well, that's just funny. Hey, hey, hey. My number... Was a, a fucking brewmaster can blast on some. Oh yeah, you get you get one segment when you throw the entire kitchen sink at it. It's when you get to do everything. Yeah, when you get to do, yeah, when it lines up. Yeah. Hey, when you guys are talking about your favorite numbers, it's when you're throwing the kitchen sink at it. You guys don't talk. You what do you mm. keep on? Do you keep on encounter or do you mm. keep on overall DPS? Don't give me that. No, it's horse not manure. just. It's not just when you're throwing all your cooldowns. The, the numbers you brag about the most is your base, like, crits. Like, my like my Unbound Chaos, Fell Rush, Critical Strike. Like, Let's when clarify. I don't have any up, that the number I brag, brag about, about the most are the ones that are most favorable no to you. <laughs> like, Bro, my Essence Break critted the other day for 142,000 no buffs. Keep, keep going. That's a fucking bragging. Your fucking, your fucking Essence Break crits. You don't, uh, get it. you don't get it. Just, I can't finish if you don't. What? Don't what? <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that people talk about damage. And no, when no, it stays it's funny, funny that Texan healers do. I didn't when it like, stays funny, everybody talks about DPS, but they're not doing it the way he said, like back in the day where they're linking. And if you're doing that, yeah, it's not like, happening. Yet. Just do that with your friend group. Like, don't do that in pugs. Like, if yeah. you're blasting, if you're doing you it pugs, you're looking it. to start shit. You're looking for a fight. Act like you've been there. Even though most of you probably haven't been. I'm, I was going to say, the player that does that is probably like never not been used there. to like. Well, honestly, he's probably never been there, is up there, and just wants a little recognition. And honestly, at that point, if you see that, maybe say, hey, good job. Bursting is definitely something that healers would probably rate lower. Um, although the ones that and like, if you know, you know. I'm gonna say the yeah. Chad healers are mm-hmm. not as phased by it. There was a bursting grievous week this season. That's the second week. I think it's the second week. That fucking sucks. Oh yeah, and that's coming the back second, around. The second bursting because they all these affixes come around twice in the in yeah. the season mm-hmm. per rotation. Bursting was with explosive, which also is not great no. because explosive for a different reason. But bursting grievous is, is definitely garbo. I think I would say for myself, not being a healer, I think grievous could be B tier. I think healers would probably want to put it at C tier. I'm gonna be honest. Think? I think I here's here's my personal opinion. What you got? I think bursting should go into A tier. Okay, it's, so. it's such a good affix that 
most people don't even realize it belongs in their category. And when I say most people, there are far more thousands now, of us DPS players. Like, wait, let, mind, me finish, think, let me finish real quick. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. With it in, like, there are way more DPS players than there are tanks and healers. And the vast yeah. majority of them believe it's a healing affix. It's not. That affix is done so well that it doesn't dupe people by being like, oh, you think this is healing? It's like, no. If you actually understand the game and understand how mechanics work, you know that it follows under the category of DPS because we're the ones that control when it gets applied. It's It's not the the removal that designates what category it goes under. It changes the way the tank has to pull too. So that's a good, I will agree. That's a good well-designed affix because it affects everybody. But on that note, if you are the kind of player that says whether, oh, that's a healer affix, oh, that's a tank affix, oh, that's a blah, 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 affix. You might be the problem are, in most of your runs. Chances are, like, like this is just straight up honest truth. This is not to trigger anyone. Mm-hmm. You probably don't play a whole lot of Mythic Plus. And if you do, you're, you're, like, you're not learning. So you probably should, yeah. like, play but, some more. Or you should just go read or go watch, like, watch Quasi. Read I mean, book. like... <laughs> A lot of it, a lot of it, I think, is from a tank perspective because I think that's what he does, isn't he? A blood tank, like, yeah. which is no, he's uh, he's, yeah. he's playing prot. He's playing I prot. mean, like, there's a few other things I feel like he prot could warrior. mention for DPS and healers that would help out a lot. But he, once again, he doesn't really play those specs. So, well, a lot of that's going to be specific to those classes, right? Too, I mean, like, for play. example, like talking about, like, for example, on Bird Boss on Deafening Screech. Well, what like for rest of Shammy's, what do we do? It's like, well, what you should do is be applying Riptide to everybody, then Primordial Wave One, and then Chain Healing, or not Chain Healing, uh, Lesser Healing everybody at the same time right after. So that way, everybody's getting healed, everybody's getting raised back up while your Healing Spring Totem's going. You know, hey, I don't speak much Resto Shaman, but thanks to my brother, uh, Resto Shamans love me because I know to stand in the healing rain, yes. which is a hard one to see. Yes, because I used to crab at him about it. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, I, I got annoying we got with there, it. We got I got there. annoying with it. I'm pretty sure. And for that, we say thank you. Yeah. Like, I know I annoyed him with that one. And I, I, I still apologize about that. But no, I learned like as yeah. a result of that, it made me a better player. So. I, that's like something you shouldn't apologize for. Now, if only I could get you to run into the green shiny sigil. Hey, I do when I can. Like, yeah, I it's know. not very big. Most of the time like, I try to put it under your feet. Like, which is what you should do. But, um, so you want to put bursting in a tier. Yes. I said, I would have put it in B tier before you said that. Cause I do think it is a well designed. I think healers would probably drop it down one from whatever we say. So, Dude, I, I think I think it goes to A tier because I, I've I made my case already, but I just really feel like the fact. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the reason, reason why say. it's difficult because people don't understand it. Yeah, no, that's that's and it's not mechanics because it's in hidden. general. That's mechanics in general. Right. But and it's not because here's it's my hidden. thing. It's I would agree with you that it would be an A tier. We're both not healer mains. I think healers on the whole would probably want it down one. But here's the other thing. It stops healers from playing some weeks. So I think that if you have something that straight up makes people not play the game that week, 
It's not as bad as right, quaking. But once again, where, if DPS like, were doing the ass, like doing the sure, effects, right? Sure, but I don't it doesn't think we would matter. have that big a problem. It doesn't matter why if people stop playing. It's not as bad as quaking, where Blizzard literally has to hotfix it mid-season. But if it, if if peelers straight up, like as a whole, decide which they wouldn't. But if they were like, nope, I'm not doing it. Grievous week or uh, bursting week then that would suck for everybody, and they would have to fix that. So I think it's got to be B tier for the healers and for that reason. All right, fine. Ah! But I do think it is one of the better designed. The reason I would say A tier with you, and we could put it in between there, or we could put a star next to it or whatever. No, it's it got to go in solid one. We can't be doing that. that, that I de- just think that, that defeats that the purpose. Out of all the ones we've talked about so far, except for maybe Fortified, it's one that everybody needs to react. I think it does the job that an affix is supposed to do. I think it's a well-designed affix. It does suck sometimes. Um, next. Grievous. I hate Grievous. It's such a like shitty affix. Especially think, when it when it, when you come to Dragonflight when there's literally so much unavoidable group damage that it's literally just a fuck you. That's all Grievous. it is. Injured players just injured. <laughs> so it's like it's pretty much any amount of damage. So yeah, you take if you lose if you go away from hundred percent, or technically it's under ninety percent because at ninety percent. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you gotta heal to to get it to go away. Like injured players suffer increasing damage over time until healed. Mm-hmm. It's a dot that just gets worse. It is a point heal uh, mechanic that has to be fixed by someone that can heal. doesn't have to be the healer. I help out on Grievous Weeks because I can throw uh, Vivify relatively easily um, in between pulls. I try to do what I can with the demon. Grievous does suck. And Grievous blows. Grievous feels like more of a fuck you mechanic compared to bursting. Mm-hmm. And in line with what I just said about healers not wanting to play, I think, and healers, you'll have to tell us if uh, if this is right or wrong for you personally, but I think that one probably has that effect even more so than bursting. Like, I think it's one that they want to play with less. And Grievous Bursting is just a... And they did that in Christmas week. That was the second week of Dragonflight Season 1, which was Christmas. Blizzard's Merry Christmas to, to you, you was, was hey, bursting and grievous. Hi there, Mr. Subscriber. Merry fucking Christmas. Maybe they were like, hey, we, maybe here's an affix <laughs> that'll piss you off and make you want to get rid of yourself this holiday wishes. That was garbage. Thank you, Mr. Hat. And uh, there's nothing there. You, there ain't no way you're preventing all damage in a pool. So that one affects tyrannical yeah. and fortified. Yep. You can do much less about it. Yep. I think that's D tier. The, be- the best you can do is like you can. I can use my five minute pot cooldown to get rid of it. When we factor in putting it down one for the healers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you healers. Y'all are already having a rough season. I think that one's got to be D tier. Put it in E tier. E tier. <laughs> There's a, it's it's not F because it's not just absolute shit, 
but it's really fucking close. Well, we have to invent another tier then. Yeah, tier we had to invent A, D, A, B, C, D, E. It's no the e. enema it tier. The it's enema. on its way to being shit. <laughs> well played. That one gets his own affix. Oh, you just said we can't put them in between. I mean, uh, well, see, I we can do that because alphabet. Okay. Do you want to put it in F tier then? No. It's E tier because it's literally A, B, C, D, E, F. You see what I'm saying? You can't go D to F. Like, If we can't put them in between tiers. It's not an in-between tier. Like, it's not a, it's not a D and F. It's an E. What's in between A and B, Lee? All I'm saying is a second ago you were like, <laughs> We weren't going to put... The, it has to be in a solid tier, and E is literally not on that tier list that we use. But it's... But it counts still. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't put it between A and B because there is no letter in between A and B. Now, there is a letter between D and F. But if E does not exist, you're effectively making up its own category for that. <laughs> like, anyways, I All guess All right, it's, fine. Just throw it in F tier. I don't think you get it, though. No, I, I get it. I get if you it. got it, we wouldn't be having this conversation. No, I, the fact that we're having this it conversation. It two to tango. So if it's not me to call you earlier. That doesn't make any sense. Two to tango? What does that yeah, have to do? it does. That just means there's two people having a conversation. I, I, I understand what you're saying. You're saying we need to invent another list in the tier, another tier in the list that is not on the tier list. It was just really, like we would. It was for, really more or less just a joke that is no longer funny because you just had to drag it out now. It's either you've, way, it's okay, my fault. okay. I, either you've way, drugged, it's my you've fault. drugged it out the in the streets. And you hey, slung it around. Hey, it's dead. We're not that, having fun with it anymore. If you laughed at that, okay, by all means, like. Next. Sanguine. This is probably of the ones that cycle in and out that aren't fortified or tyrannical and aren't uh, thundering. This one is probably my least favorite. Thundering. N no. Sanguine. Sanguine. Oh, fuck Sanguine. Sanguine blows. Sanguine sucks ass. And not because of anything I think Sanguine does. It's because of what the fucking trash mobs start doing when Sanguine is active. Sanguine. All when of a sudden, mobs forget how to move. When slain, non-boss <clears throat> enemies leave behind a lingering pool of ichor that heals their allies and damages players. Fuck Sanguine. So, everything that you fight in trash is always going to be in packs of at least two, usually. They're going to be fighting next to each other most of the time. And as soon as they die, you have to move everything out of the sanguine. And sometimes they don't move. And sometimes yeah. you kick them to make them move. <coughs> and they I still remember, stand there. I remember seconds. last sanguine roll. Last sanguine roll. We were doing Ruby oh, Live Pools. I know pools. what you're about to talk about. Is it Ruby oh, Live Pools? Yeah, it's Ruby Live Pools. Mm -hmm. We were on, like, we were gonna fucking nearly two-time that bitch. Tell him. On a fucking, what was it, 17, I think it was? 17? Charge on the move. Preach. Sure, sure enough, we get up there, and what the fuck happens? Sanguine pool drops. But what does the channeler decide to start doing? I'm gonna do the storm right now. 
I'm just gonna throw it up. Here goes my health. Back to start. Oh, oh, did y'all get me down to a third? Guess what? That's gonna happen again. But wait, there's more. There's more. A third time. A third fucking time. Back to full health. Just because that's where he landed. Can't move him. Can't do anything about it. Can't clear the sanguine. Fuck me. On a fortified week. Yeah. It just, it just sucks. It was like, anytime that there's something like that where it can be like, hey, this can literally just reset everything. It can just reset it. Just to be fair, this is one of it's those like, where... It's like drawing all five pieces of Exodia in one hand. No, hey, also something else we haven't brought up. This is one of the things that makes Dragonfly better. They revamped talents before Dragonflight, which feels good. I think people across the board like... Most oh, yeah. New classes. talent structure? Phenomenal. Love it. And because of that, like, there's certain, like, uh, is it Druid has a, a knockback? Like, classes that can knock things back, like mm-hmm. Evokers, um, Ring of Peace is very good that week. Death Grip is very good that week. That makes you more valuable on a Sanguine week, but it still makes, it does, like, Sanguine still blows because everything has cooldowns. And you can be dragging like the tank can be doing what he's supposed to do. And sometimes it's like that quaking stuff earlier. It's like something and it feels bad. Yep. It's a, and it's so easy to happen. It's not like, Oh, you let this get out. It's like, no mobs naturally tend to try to group themselves together. I don't know why, but they tend to try to get in these big pools and surround you. So they and literally are always by each other. And the, the second they get works. into Sanguine, all of a sudden, they just stop moving. They start hesitating. They start going into casts. I've seen fucking mobs cast two things together that they've never casted together. Fucking, uh, what was it, that one in uh, No Coon? The one where, he, uh, what's it called? So that's, he summoned the eagle and then went right into uh, Chant of the Dead right from there. Oh, or yeah. something like that. It's just the like casts that are long that you like those are the uninterruptible casts on mobs that can't be moved because some of them can't can't be, be imprisoned, can't be stunned, can't be nut, cannot be crowd controlled in any way. And I Fuck, don't. Have, I wonder if priests can mind control them. It would still like you're like oh that would take time. No, it would be can't. quicker than letting them stand in That's it. A, it's a fuck you mob sometimes. And listen, I don't have definitive proof. But it has been the experience of many players that on Sanguine Weeks, they seem to, as you said a moment ago, stand still. When you have a caster mob, it's a ranged mob, right? So it's not going to move into melee most of the time. It's going to stand whoever it's aggroed on or if it's a random cast that it targets something. Either way, it's going to stand there. It's going to start casting its spell. Some of those spells can't be interrupted in other ways, but some of them can. And you use your kick, and if you don't bring a kick to M plus, then and I and I didn't find out about it before. Congratulations, because you snuck by. Because like, and most people do, to be fair. But like, you kicked the mob, so now it's been interrupted. It's locked out of that spell for X amount of time. That's the only way sometimes to make them move without a knockback. And on Sanguine Weeks, they tend to go, I'm casting my spell. Oh, I'm kicked. 
This is normally when I would move. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Uh, now I'll move. Now that I've gotten healed. Oh wait! A bit. I'll start casting first. Yeah. Or they cast us. Yeah. And then it's one that you oh, can interrupt. Chain the storm. Getting all my health back. <laughs> Fuck your timer. Did you think you were getting a twenty this week? No. Still Did got there, bitch. Fuck that, is, Fuck that mob. Fuck that mob. D tier. D tier. Okay, wait. Do you want to make a case for, case for F tier? No. Because I'm going to be say, honest, I feel like Blizzard does it on purpose. I would try to be fair and make the case for C tier, but a lot of the mobs in Dragonflight are immune to Death Grip, immune to Ring of Peace. What is the point? I said a long time ago that some bleeds are literal fuck you mechanics because things that should clear the bleed don't clear the bleed. And it is literally like, no, you will deal with this in a different way. That can be good design, but damn, it feels lazy or bad sometimes when there's that many of them. So I'm not going to make a case for C tier. You know, it almost makes me consider... Is it worth going back and getting the loofah for? Is we it thought worth about that, but I'll the bet you. Level for I'll, the bet you <laughs> I'll bet you the loofah is one of those that says doesn't work above. Oh, uh, you know it does, yeah, especially with the way it does. You know, Blizzard was like, oh, hey, well, they're gonna be able know to what fix the loofah that is? shit. Better not. If you know what the loofah is, shout out to you. You didn't need you to do that. Need. I could have done that in post. Hey, you get off of my cloud. You know what? Now I'm I'm gonna cut away to just my face doing this. From when what? that happens. You do what you gotta do, bro. <laughs> um so D tier. Sanguine. Yeah? Yeah. Volcanic. Volcanic? It's not going to get rated very highly. No, honestly, put it in F because it's a joke. Okay, wait, like, wait. Here's the one thing. This is a unique time because Volcanic is one that specifically hits ranged players more so, which is unique because like most of these are going to affect, like more of them will affect a melee player and won't get you so much if you're like just not paying attention as a range class this one is almost like specifically a problem for um ranged players now having said that we were doing shadow moon burial grounds last night and there's a mechanic on the worm boss, which we've said before, we're not fans of. And I don't think most people are. It's not super hard. It's just a fucking it's a health sponge. sponge. It takes forever. It feels like a destiny boss uh, in original destiny at a high level where all they did was now you're going to spend 20 minutes ducking down, popping out, shooting it, and then ducking down. And like, it's not fun. But there's a mechanic where it does inhale. And it like, basically, you've got to run to a puddle they will keep you from getting blown away or use some kind of speed boost for the duration. You don't want to be sucked in. 
but volcanic goes off and we weren't paying attention. Everybody gets shot up into the air and they get sucked up by the fucking worm. Now, if you're a demon hunter, this mechanic is irrelevant. It doesn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't end up punishing us that bad at all. But it was kind of funny because after that, I was like, "What happened there?" Because I thought it was a bug. I thought well, I didn't think it was a bug. I thought it disappeared. My brother goes, "No, dude, that was a uh, volcanic." And then I was like, "I even told the group in the chat next." I said, "Hey, watch for volcanic." Comes around again. Inhale goes off. Volcanic shows up. Two players were not sucked up, and that was uh, that your was boys here. We learn immediately. So if you didn't know, on Volcanic Weeks, that's one of the few times that Volcanic is like, I did something. But yeah. I do think Volcanic probably is one that is like, uh, affects range players more. It can hit you if you're melee. It doesn't hurt super bad. It knocks you up into the air kind of the same way. Dude, it doesn't the, uh, hurt like at all. Yeah. It, the, the thing is, it's going to knock you up into the air. Yeah. And if you're someone like a demon hunter, that is so irrelevant. It it could be bad on um like the Court of Stars first boss. It could be bad on things when you need to move and suddenly now you can't because you're stuck up in the air. It could be bad when thundering pops and you're stuck up while uh thundering's going off, even though like technically that shouldn't hit you, right? Because you're not grounded like uh when you're in the air. Anyways, uh yeah, I think I'm gonna be honest, thundering should be able to be negated if you jump in the air. At the that's what I just said. Line. Yeah, like, uh, dude, that like, would be cool, actually. Right? Everybody just jumps at the end. And it's like, dude, okay. you would have to time that. Wouldn't that be sick if you could hang yeah. on to it for the duration and just jump when it's supposed to go off? No, that would be fun and cool. And Blizzard doesn't do those kinds of things. Oh, damn, damn. Let's have a moment of silence for the fun. All right, I think Volcanic should go in C tier. Ah. Okay. Storming. I hate storming. <laughs> I play melee. Storming sucks. It especially sucks on a season where there's a lot of... I don't know why of... you hate it. You don't have to ever fucking clear. Storming? Oh, storming. My bad. I meant thundering. <laughs> I, was there, I was like, you don't clear on thundering. I do when I can. Compared to the amount that you actually... Everyone else has to clear... Which Come is on. the reason that I was just complaining about storming. You end up most of the time with the thundering. Then Dragonflight then season one. When I can help it, I absolutely try not to because that damage buff should be on a DPS player if you can help yeah. it. The problem is, and it factors into why storming sucks, just to read storming to you. Storming Storm is like, once again, for Demon Hunter, it's an irrelevant mechanic. No, it absolutely, you've forgotten. While in combat, enabling... Periodically mm -hmm. summon damage enemy. I just read that completely wrong. While in combat, enemies periodically summon damaging whirlwinds. It yes. drops tornadoes that don't do a lot of damage, but they, pop but they move around. It's like a volcanic that pops down and then moves. Mm -hmm. If you play melee, this will take up time away from you. Mm -hmm. There's multiple of them at times. Demon hunters, you should be eating those. You really should be. You can you can negate the the movement. The damage is nothing. Your leech will fix it immediately. Like the thing I you don't should like be about clearing them, those so your group doesn't have to deal with that. The thing I don't like about them, I guess evokers would be able to do the same thing. Then yeah. too, wouldn't? Yeah, and dude, uh, honestly, they could. They have an ability that makes it even easier. 
Like when you're the, hovering, less damage. You ignore it. Yeah. The thing is, it sucks because there's a lot of frontal cones in Dragonflight Season 1 mm -hmm. Mythic Plus, which means my movement is limited sometimes because the best I can do already in pugs is tell everybody, hey, don't stand by me. And if I have to move, that can that can feel bad on uh, weeks when... Now, it doesn't feel like so bad that it feels completely unfair. It's just annoying. I think it should probably go where Volcanic does. There are more melee classes than ranged. So I feel like if you were going to talk about like at large, I feel like it probably is less liked than Volcanic because, again, like most people don't even notice Volcanic is there. Like... Storming, you can't help but notice. I feel like it should be probably C tier as well. Maybe B, though. I don't think it's, like, particularly bad. I just don't think it's, like, particularly exciting. Dude, at best, it, like, literally pops you towards mechanics. And even then, once again, if you've got someone who should be, like, a demon hunter should be clearing those, it's really not big of an issue. If we were rating these based on how easy they are for that Mythic Plus week, then like the easier ones would go further up. We don't have anything in S tier. Right, yet. but that also is part of what makes them bad. Is they're pretty much a No, I agree. I agree. A mechanic like, that is like negligible is not a good design. For honestly, I think C tier. I think it should go D tier because once again, it's just an almost forget about it. Well, if we were going to put C for Volcanic, I think it'd be fair to put it with volcanic and C, I mean, uh, yeah, because they they kind of go hand in hand, so I can. They're see kind that. of the same, yeah, yeah. Like so C. Ah. What do we got next? We just did storming spiteful. Spiteful is the one we mentioned earlier, where every time a mob dies, ghost spawns. It moves very slowly towards a random player, uh, although almost never the tank, and. It just does a lot of damage the more it's in contact with you, which can very quickly kill you if you're not paying attention. I know this is one of the more annoying ones. Uh, here's an extra reason why it's annoying. On something like Noku Defensive, where you have to fly sometimes, like or where it's helpful to fly on your dragon, because that's a cool design to put that in there. You can't... There's other things where this gets messed up. Some you, You're stuck in combat for a little while longer. Now... You could deal with it in multiple ways, which I think is good design. You could just kite them, basically, which I think is what most people do. It's like, and so what it also, you should be doing. Yeah, you shouldn't you should. be sitting there. But some of y'all are trying to pad your numbers. That is that is probably what's going on there more often than not, which help which hurts its design because anything that players can't. Which again, I don't remember if we said this on the episode last week or not, but like, hey, Blizzard. We're not the first to say it, but I'm going to say mm -hmm. it here. You should punish DPS players mechanically by hurting their DPS yes. instead of just outright like doing damage or killing them because effectively that punishes the healer. Like Exactly. And it, they will not do it. If they don't give a shit about their health sometimes, you take fucking oh, yeah. damage. Because away if I from die, them. I can blame the healer. You know, there's an escape there. But if my damage is going lower, there's no one to blame but me. Which also is probably adds to why healers were the most often mm -hmm. to leave this season for because us. Because they know they'll get blamed, even when it's not their fucking fault. Yeah. 
the thing that does help Spiteful out is that it's got multiple ways to deal with it, like you said, which most of the time the answer is to just kite them. It gives certain classes like uh, chain, uh, Chains of Ice or whatever it's called. I can't remember the name all of a sudden. I think it is Chains of Ice, but the, the ones the DKs have that's slow. So yeah, Chains of Ice. Rogues, uh, Ring of Peace again, like stuns, like things that will help you deal with that. They're not going to be like make or break. You're going to get taken, but it does help out. You will be more useful to your team if you use those things on Spiteful Weeks. And if they're paying attention, they will appreciate you for it. Spiteful, I think, is probably... I would say either maybe like D A tier. or B tier. What do you no, think? No, dude, it's a D tier. It's D? It's D. It's just because it sucks? Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's. You don't think it's. Well, you think it's I bad design. Think, I, yeah. I, I just don't like. It's a, so it, it kills itself. It, yeah. You give it enough time, and it goes yeah. away. It literally, all it does is just push me out of the fight. It baits people that don't know what to do into either attacking mm-hmm. it for no reason or, like you said, padding their numbers. Yeah. Which, once again, why are you padding your numbers? No one's looking at logs. Like, Well, and, yeah, you're giving them the option. Well, because they are. They're looking at those fucking, and the, yeah, details. Basically. Well, look, if you're tracking your own personal growth, then why are you cheating are on you your padding? own person? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. That's a good point. Are you going to fool you? <laughs> like... Some people may. I'll never see it coming. Okay, so you want to put it in D tier? I just think, I just don't think like it's a good, like, it just doesn't, it doesn't add fun. It doesn't add, make me change my gameplay. It's literally just, hey, you get out of the group for a second. Yeah. Time out mechanic. That's all it is. Time out. (laughs) I hate time out mechanics. Well, we've only got one in A tier, I think. Um, I, I'm be honest that that seems about right with the way M plus is right now. What do we got? Is that the last one? Nope. There's one. There's two more. Two more. Next one is explosive. Explosive. I, I hate explosive, but it, it it's a good it's a good it, it maybe pop up too much. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to be dealing with that too much. This is one where well, I've got say, a, I've built a macro that is specifically just for explosive, and I've actually incorporated it into my regular rotation now because it's allowed me to spread my soul rent better. Um, but essentially, now I can take care of explosives if I've got the fury at range. Um, explosive makes deselecting my target. Explosive makes mobs spawn near other mobs that are actual trash mobs in the game. It happens on bosses too, actually, mm-hmm. where like a big orange ball pops up. It has a very small amount of it, health, so it they're just easy to kill, but you have to like specifically target them to attack. Yeah, you can't do any AoE. Like if you're sitting there, Arcane Explosion... It would be a joke if AoE killed it. Like they would absolutely yeah. die. Oh yeah, it would be so irrelevant. Yeah, like, so it, but I'm glad though it my blade will still ricochet off it. Like that would piss me off if it didn't do it. Okay. Uh here's the thing. I played this was awesome. The other day I played with a fucking Chad priest that um mm. I don't remember what it was that prompted the question him to say that. No, I asked him. I said, "Hey, you cool 
with um, some bigger pulls here. We were getting to a part in the Azure Vault where I was like, hey, I'm about to do a double. And he's like, yeah, you just got to help me with explosives, which I was doing. But the thing, the reason I'm saying he was a Chad is because this motherfucker acted like explosive was completely his problem to deal with. And I'm like, yeah, impressive God on damn. a healer, right? My point, though, is that, like, if you can help it as the tank and the healer, because mm. those mobs are so little damage, you should let the DPS do what they need to do and kill the actual mobs, mm -hmm. and you should kill as many of those as you can mm -hmm. for them. I think even though people, because I hate explosive at times, that last week with explosive bolstering, was it? Or explosive bursting? Yeah, that explosive. sucked. That was a harder week, but I think that probably if we've only got bursting in the A tier, which is funny enough to say because those were both together in that week, which sucked, I think mm -hmm. explosive is probably like A tier design-wise. It's not impossible yeah. to deal with. Now, it did have to be hot-fixed on certain bosses because it's I would it's say not I think we need to put it in B tier because, one, it still shows up a lot. And it shows up so much that they had to turn it off yeah. on some fights because yeah. it would be... I didn't get to see it personally. Mechanically, it struggles more. But it is a good affect in itself. Ah! Uh, yeah, I think B tier would be fine. I say because it changes. It, it forces me to change the way I play a little bit. Um, it actually it made my playing a little bit better. supposed to do. Um... I would say it, it does what an FX should be doing. It, it forces me to make an adjustment. The health and not is just small a enough. step to the left or step to the right. The health know? is small enough on them that mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like, like it would suck if they had like a significant enough amount of health that if you like, it you also forces you to change how you pull. They have a timer on them. And when it gets to the end of its timer and the thing gets bigger as its timer goes up, mm -hmm. it blows up. It does damage to the whole group. So, mm -hmm. You basically can't miss any of them on certain like like this last week that I'm talking about here was a bursting, so everybody gets the uh, the the big dot on them when something dies. Fortified explosive, so it was a certain pulls. You got to kill every explosive after a certain point, or we're not gonna. Like, we're going to wipe the healers, got too much stress on them. Like, on Ruby Life pools on that second ring. Um, it doesn't feel completely unfair. But I think if you want to say because of the frequency of them, that it's... Uh, I would argue that because they had to hotfix it... It's a, it's a hotfix and combination with how frequent they I'd are. I'd say B tier is fair for that. It's like I said, mechanically, it still has some issues. But it's nonetheless one that I feel like is a good adjustment because it forces how I have to play. It forces Explosive. how you have to play. It forces a change in even how healers do what they do. Yeah, because even like, though I said that about damage not having to, like, it shouldn't be one they have to focus on, there's absolutely certain no, pools but there's in the these use, dungeons. Yeah, that they, they gotta have help. to do it. Yeah, and some to. people don't. Like, yeah, so like one in particular rogue I can think of, but anyways. These are the things that like stack up and add up on why people give DPS players a hard time sometimes. But if Which you, is the only shithead rogue we've ran with this so far.
Yeah, most of the well, Same, you most know rogues have been super chill. Super as frequent cool as rogues are taken in uh, in keys, like I'm surprised we didn't run into more. Exactly. Of them. But, you know, but you know what? I, this is what I thought about I, the other day, thinking about that specifically, because we have you in the group. Like our two other damage dealers usually needs to bring either B res or lust. Like so, if we didn't have a demon hunter, we probably would take more rogues. Yeah, I think B tier is fair for explosive. The and other apparently, explosive apparently we, people struggle with toxic demon hunters. Like once explos- again, we don't see that because I'm the demon hunter. But and now let's just be honest, I'm just not an asshole. Well, like, the other one too is Windwalker. I think these like melee classes that blast, like I think they probably get a little bit of a bad rep because they blast and people think, oh, that's easy, and this person must be. But a lot of that also attracts the shit players that wouldn't be able to good do do good dps i'm not saying you're a shit player if you play one of those classes i'm saying that there are going to be players that that play that are they're they're bad and they want to top the charts so they're going to take what they see as an easier class quote unquote which is whatever the flavor of the month is you know which is a lot of the time demon hunter Mm. rogue wind walker like yeah Ran with a freaking Vengeance Demon Hunter today and a plus two. That dude was an asshole. Yeah, I could see that. God, he was a fucking asshole. No offense. To, I played a lot of Vengeance Demon Hunter and Shadow. Dude, Wars. I just threatened to leave. I was like, look, the only way you're getting through this is with me because they're new at this. They're trying to learn. They're doing their best. Don't be a dick to them. You know, you're overgeared for this. I'm overgeared for this. Like, but they're still trying to learn. Help them a little. Like, the other- if you're, if by the way, if you are a 410 plus running plus twos, do not treat that instance like it's a leveling dungeon. You're an asshole if you do. Those people are there because they're trying to start out in plus. They're trying to get their feet on the ground. They're trying to get learn the things. So help teach them the things. Don't just start blasting. Don't just try to run through it. I know you're there to get quick 200. You will still get a quick 200, but you can let them get practicing at the same time. I've been doing it all fucking day. And I can't tell you how many people were very appreciative to send me messages. And I even got a couple healing potions out of it. I mean, sure, it's healing potions. You know, you buy them stack of 200 for like, they're coppers. Like, but... I'm gonna, it's still, it's the it's that recognition of people saying like, hey, you know, thanks for not being a shithead. You know, I'm it's not hard. Back to something that I said last week in concert was something that you said previously. Mm-hmm. When we were talking about, to talk about what you said when we were talking about uh, fixing M+, mm-hmm. and you were like, which I thought was a very astute way to say it, was that you need to fix the reason that people leave and not yeah. just punish them for leaving. Exactly. The, the the reason that people do the content a lot of the times mm-hmm. in games in general nowadays, like not just in World of Warcraft, is it's so reward focused because back in the day, I know we're boomers for saying that, but like we used to play the game for just because it was fun. Like right. and it- now like people do the content because they just want whatever they get out of it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't incentivize the player to play any better than that, like like you're going to have a toxic 
play base because people are going to they're going to shit on the player that doesn't know what to do in a plus 2. Do you hear how ridiculous that sounds? Can you imagine shitting on someone for not knowing what to do? No, in a I, plus I can't imagine two? That. like that is literally the lowest level that you can do at a key like you know, if you're just there, okay, think about this. <laughs> if you, I completely understand the reasoning behind doing a plus two to grind out Valor, but are you really, who should be being shot on in the instance where a player that knows what to do and is lowering themselves, quote, to playing a plus two to get easy Valor? If anybody should be shot on there, it should not be the player that no. legitimately is doing the appropriate the level content to learn. Mm -hmm. It's the the guy who could be playing in the NFL and decided to play peewee. You're effectively shitting on kindergartners. You're out there at peewee football, and yeah. you're you, you are see how ridiculous Kimbo slice you sound? out there bulldozing kindergartners. There is nothing impressive about what you're doing. You are a meme, and Look, you should be made fun of. You sh you're bad, and you should feel bad. And let me put you like just a little bit of explanation why we take these kind of particular views with it. And this is going to be once again. You you might be just saying, "Okay, boomer," but if that bothers if you, you, remember, you can just leave. <laughs> if, if you if you're someone our, like our us channel. who were playing back in the days of like 2004 pre BC. You know, when everything's getting started out, we're, and I'm talking about like we're in the days where codos don't exist yet for a mouth. Like we're talking about early days. So like, and really, well, it's a little bit past codo. Um, do you remember the days when you were going in, like getting a group together for like Shadow Fang Keep, Razor Fang Crawl, or really the big one for a lot Pretty of us, especially for a groups. lot of us on that side, you remember your first real intro of the game that made you fall in love, and that would be the Dead Minds. The Dead Minds was that instance that first, like, it grabbed you. Like, do you remember those days when you were sitting there, it was a fun thing to do. You got five people together. You're going through the dungeon. If something bad happened, y'all had a discussion of what to do to get past it. Like and that is the reason why. Don't remember that? We're yeah. not talking to you. We're talking right. to the old guys that yeah. are shitting on people. That, that exactly. Forgot. We're talking to you, old salts who should know better. You forgot. You, you have forgotten where you came from because you were that guy at one time you didn't know what to do i can remember a place back in the old uh, scarlet monastery when it was something as simple as blades of light it was like hey when this happens we've all got to be out of there because the range on that thing is just ridiculous you got to be up the staircase what i'm getting at is the reason why we love m plus so much is because this is a chance for you to get that dungeon feel and you're doing in content like you're not just like that's why we got into like, retail wow again yeah because it's it's one of those deals where it's like you're not spending all your time getting ready for raiding or you're not banging your head against the wall for grand marshal or high warlord you know it was doing the thing that you really like doing during leveling which was doing dungeons doing quests and dungeons and dungeons were fun so in plus in theory is like the greatest thing ever because it's doing that thing that made you fall in love with the game in the first place 
and you get to do it at in content that puts you on the level with all those other guys that act like they're above you because they have a guild or whatever. Like you, you forgot know, where you came from. Exactly. This is a place where a lot of people who would not get to see in content would not get to be on the high end of the scale. And listen, you know, because I've been listen. on all three sides. I've been in I've been in the mythic rating. I've been in the uh, in the uh, gladiator, and I've also done. I'm well about to be in the Keystone Hero for the first time. Like I, I, I know Hero. it's tough out there. I know but, you're probably working a job you don't like. Maybe you're losing your hair. Yeah. Maybe some. Oh, maybe somebody in your life is giving you a hard time. Maybe something outside of the game is is affecting you to where now it's affecting you in the game. Yeah. But like, like I, I get, I come from a customer service position. Like it's a situation. There are some days like, and I do take it out on some people in the game. Sometimes, sometimes I get in my PVP gear and I just go out, knock someone out of the air and just start killing. Hey sometimes man, get it, get it. But hey, that's, that's on like, you for playing on war mode. Like don't you go turn on war mode plus and shit on. Yeah. Like, don't go. Players like, that go don't PvP. know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, go, go duke it out with somebody who's ready to duke it out with you. You know, one of my greatest stress relievers is just a good old random battlegrounds. Get in BGs. there and get to it. Like BGs you know the shit. Yeah, but don't don't take it out on the like. like you want to take it out on base. your friend group? By all means. Oh like, yeah, those are your friends. If they, they'll put up with you, you for as long as they that. want to. You know, but your friends are also the person who'll tell you to shut the fuck up. You know, like they're not going to sit there and be like, just listen to you all day. Eventually they're just going to be like, dude, you need to be quiet. Like, and if you do have one of those guys in your group, cause we all got tell, one, tell, tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just tell <laughs> like, him to shut up. And when he's being a dick to someone else, tell him to shut up in front of that person. He's being a dick to. Yeah. Don't do that to pugs. Like, yeah, don't you're part of the problem at that point. Yeah, because if Man, you're not willing that. today, let me tell you what I, I did today. One of here. the things I did today was, was I took, shit. I ran through a Halls of Valor where we still plus three it, but I taught them all the small thing, little things they didn't know. Like just, hey, this is how you can LOS that uh, aspirant's lunge down with the shield uh, after. This is where you can uh, essentially get count if you don't want to do the entire hallway because I had we skipped I was like hey no skip that middle pack don't even worry about it don't worry about the pad either like we ran through all of that I showed him the bulls in the grizzly bear pool you know I showed the other night elf that he can cancel Fenrir's I did all this and still plus three the dungeon you can do it you can be a helping hand and get your valor and for God's sake, if somebody like makes a like, I mean, like I said, it's different at different keys, but like if somebody makes a dumb, I watched a run last night on, um, on, um, I even this, had time to show him the beer trick, the beer there, trick. There was like, I don't know if it was a bug or if it was the way it was supposed to work, but I watched this, uh, thing on, um, a guy who does the the blood his name is metro uk i think it is i can't mm -hmm. remember his actual channel name all of a sudden otherwise i would give you a more better plug than that but he he was showing a run or is the beginning of halls of valor this was literally a key that was like somebody left in one minute and it was a 15 so it's not high enough that like a 15 is not negligible but it's not like he it's not he a die once and leave no dude he ran up on his mount he's a prop warrior 
and he jumped and somehow did not pull the first two mobs, like which I oh he, he left over it, them. He stopped it frame by frame and was like, he's like, this was so close. Like either way, they didn't aggro, so like they aggroed on the uh, healer or something. And it was the healer, yeah, and, and just wiped it. This player instantly stopped playing the game and started typing, and is like. That is a tight timer, but you didn't brick the key because of that. Like, yeah, no. <sighs> anyways, try to be. The and even if the, even if the key is bricked, finish the fucking instance. Learn, get the practice, be ready for the next one. You know, if you it's like this: if you keep failing on Temple of the Jade Serpent, say you don't get past the first shaws towards agony and strife. Say you're dying on that part. How are you going to know what to do past it if you just keep leave, leaving until you get past that part? Okay, what happens when you fail after it? Because there means, are definitely harder all, pulls past that. If you leave a lot and you find yourself leaving a lot, you might have to accept a hard reality that mm -hmm. you might be the, the problem. problem. <laughs> like, I know that's hard to do. I know you yeah. don't want to do it. I, like and let me let me let me relate to you a little bit. Let me share a little bit because I was fucking up during this week. Hype knows what I was messing up. I was operating up because I got too big of a head. I wasn't reading the internet anymore. I thought I knew it all, and I just could not figure out why my DPS wasn't where I felt like it should be. I was having to work way too hard to be with guys that I feel like that I should be really past. But and I could not. Yeah, and it turns out I was stacking the wrong secondary stats because, once again, I just thought I knew it all. I was thinking haste verse was just the way to go. Not anymore. You know, in a simple changeover, back at it, right where I normally am. You know, and sometimes like, you have to admit and say, hey, I fucked up. I did something wrong. And you can't be wrong. such an old man that you're like, well, they changed the way my class worked. Well, it's an online game. It changes. Uh, Fifteen years ago, I learned to play this spec, and I don't ever want them to change. What it. the hell is this? I'm playing Arcane. I got Palm, but where's Pyroblast? <laughs> For God's sake, I can't Palm Pyro. Spec's broken. Be the solution. Don't be the problem. Yeah, don't be the problem. Don't be the fucking problem. Are we out? Nobody of likes math problems, but. Are we out of affixes? Bolstering was the only one left. Bolstering's the only one left. Damn, we really went on a tangent there. Um, when any non-boss enemy dies, its death cry empowers nearby allies. This is this week, by the way. Temporarily increasing their maximum health by 15% and damage by 20%. Basically, when something dies, it buffs everything around it. And it does stack. So this one... But I'm going to be honest, we've had some giant mobs. Just seems so irrelevant because they're usually almost dead at that point. Because yeah, I don't pull too much. I think this is the other A tier one. It's you think not, so? Yeah, I think it's like bursting and that it's like it changes. It's one of those where it's like, hey, I would have said C tier because it just doesn't really affect anything of what I do. Now you could deal with it um, in multiple ways. It's like, well, I mean, like it, it doesn't really require much of a change out of me, but. It because I pull differently, but my point is, well, okay, it's like, that's, that's why I would say it's C tier because it's really it's only changing your gameplay. No, you could focus but, there. My point is, it's like you said earlier, you like bursting because it 
was something that you could deal with, that I could deal with, that everybody could deal with in a certain way. And I think bolstering yeah. sort of does that. You yeah, but I mean, down like, the mobs. But, yeah, but I mean, like, that's still within the general guidelines of DPS. You should always be focusing skull. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but like generally, like if you were going to write a program that did DPS in Mythic Plus, you would tell it to AOE almost always. Like you would say focus right, down when there's saying, one mob like, left. The, the way that DPS deal with bolstering isn't different from what they're doing normally. You know, I'm not staggering kills for bolstering. You know, it, well, it's we, not. It just we doesn't. We just got to 20s also. Like, to be fair, and some yeah. maybe maybe then that is what yeah, the other caveat the is. Well, no, maybe it's the same thing with like uh, it's the same, and this is part of what makes Mythic Plus good design. Also, which is why we is, started making friends because because Jesus. each key adds more damage and more health. Like there will be certain mechanics that you will out gear, which stops you from learning because then suddenly when it is a problem, if you don't know what's going on, you're not going to know why you're dying. And this is also probably part of why people get angry at mythic plus or they act toxic at mythic plus. They assume, Oh, it's the healer's fault. It's like, well, no, you're dealing with a mechanic that you didn't know you needed to deal with because if all you do is play leveling dungeons or heroic dungeons, you're not going to deal with some of these things. And maybe bolstering is like that then. Maybe it doesn't become a problem that you have to deal with as DPS until you get to a certain level. But I definitely feel like it's better than a C tier. Like, I think it should be up there with bursting because I think they're very close in how they act. And if anything, it's not something that, like, healers specifically are going to hate. It doesn't affect one uh, more maybe the tank because it's you pull differently on a bolstering week especially mm -hmm. bolstering fortified i think it should be a tier still because i think it's but <laughs> you said c tier i think that's unfair but if you want to split the difference and call it b -tier, I say, let's call it split there's a call it b tier i don't think you can go in a i don't have the list it, it doesn't i'm gonna say it doesn't it i doesn't. think we only have one in a tier i think two in a tier Explosive and uh, we did put an explosive up there. We put explosive and bursting up there. Okay. No, no, we put we put explosive in B because it has mechanical issues. Say. Most of them are in B tier. Yeah. A lot of them are in D tier. And then the thing is, some of these will become more or less hard depending on what they get matched up with. Mm -hmm. Like just looking at that alone, burst bursting grievous was a fucking dog shit. Well, we'll talk about combinations later. That's a whole another video. Oh, I was just taking a look at ten. No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to do a whole video on it. If you oh, want, I'm to. saying the amount of combinations there can be. It no, would take no, of a course, video. no. You're absolutely right. I'm just saying, looking at the ten weeks that are there, bursting grievous tyrannical was a pretty dog shit week. Bursting explosive fortified felt harder. Mm -hmm than it probably should have. And some of that was also just because there were not that many healers playing last week. It felt like Sanguine Explosive was a tyrannical was a pretty garbage week. The other Sanguine week was Volcanic, so that wasn't that bad. Yes, Raging Storming wasn't that bad. Spiteful Grievous was kind of a Garbo week. Not the worst week, but... It was a rough week because if a spiteful touched you at all, you had grievous, which nearly killed you. Yeah, and you could have like been close to dying, and then you touched yeah, that and then one. you're and you're just dead. 
that might have been one of the more difficult weeks. The thing is, you could go look at the number of keys that were completed and see for yourself definitively. Mm -hmm. But there's our tier list. I think none of them made S tier, which I think says something. And maybe again, like uh, because none of them are that good. Okay, well, off the top of your head, uh, do you have any ideas for an affix that isn't in the game? that might be something that you would like to see, whether it's a negative or a positive one? Um, a positive one I would like to see is one I would like to call, like, kind of what Demon Hunters have, momentum. The If you can chain pull consistently, essentially staying in the same combat that you started out with, the longer you draw that combat out, the more of a damage bonus you're going to get and then drops off as soon as combat ends. I feel like that would be a fun positive affects. You pair that with something um, like bolstering, and that could be fun too. Yeah, and then I think a, a negative uh, affects that would be kind of fun to do um, would be one that essentially. Uh, well, no, I don't know if that one because I would it, think about it like this. Think about it like this, and this is well. For you guys I, out the there idea too. was if it's kind of like that boss that it's like a when what color what, what say, color yeah. they are. It's like, okay, they only take magic damage right here. No, oh, that's actually really physical. good. I really like that. Like, um, and you could even separate that by classes. Sometimes. Yeah, because it requires you to build your comp. Like, you can't take an all melee. Well, and, and or, maybe, oh, you, an all maybe you make it a bonus instead of a, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The same thing. It's like, oh, if you're a class that's green color, then you do extra damage to green. Like, something that is incentivizes taking certain players instead of mm -hmm. makes you not want to take them. Another so, another cool affix could be a, what I would call invasion, where it's kind of like uh, it's not determined by the amount you kill, but in certain areas there should be extra pa trash mobs. Oh, like you wanted to do with the um, with the infinite. Yeah, Dragon yeah, yeah. Fly. Like like they're yeah. there yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. or or old gods or something. Or yeah, like, like, like an old god invasion or void shit, uh, like, undead. Uh, yeah, uh, coming up out of the ground. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, like there's an undead invasion, something like that. You not know? just like spiteful either. Exactly. Okay, think about it, think about it like this. Like, and if you out there are trying to think, well, how do I come up with an affix? Think of mechanics in other the game games. already. Think, think about of, think of things in other games that were sure. fun. I'm like, just saying, like, think about it for a second. Think about mechanics that are already on mobs or bosses that could be fun if they were added to, uh, like, in a in a Halo Skulls-like system. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, of a, a fun mechanic. But you know what a fun mechanic would be? I would have been your daddy. The, you know what? It just adds extra dialogue to all the trash that they say stuff while you're fighting it them. Could, it could absolutely get out of hand, but... Honestly, I think this could be fun, mm -hmm. and maybe people out there think this is a crazy idea. I think that Nerzul is more of the like is 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 a fun boss. It sucks at times, but what if there was like a wall of dead that just occasionally popped up? Like no, like fuck said, that. I'm mad about that. <laughs> I, I figured some people might be. It could dude. Get out you of know hand. how hard wall of dead is for melee. You were well, like okay. that close to taking the purple every time. You could do it in a different, you could do it with a different punishment, but I just mean like something that occasionally pops up where you've got to like basically make a hole. Oh, like kind of like what I was describing the other day. We were like, maybe the Lich you know King pops Wall up behind the dead you. Is, Wall of the Dead is basically Red Rover. Yeah. In fucking yeah. In, in World you, of Warcraft. Yeah, do not cross it until you break one. Which, by the way, I'm wondering if I can meta jump over that now. Okay, think about 
about this actually? There's a there's a mechanic that got added in Dragonflight that people fucking love. That you and I haven't done that much because we haven't raided, but we did it once or twice in the LFR when we were trying to use that for gear. I'm using they've that added slidey, They've added slidey floor mechanics now because of the... Oh, you're uh, about the arachnid boss? Cinerac or what? Cinerac, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the ice dude, spider. Bro, demon hunters have already been dealing with that. Well, what I'm saying is, like, you could do, like, um, things that would be buffed by classes that can do, like... Like, people could fucking effectively, like... Uh, uh, drift around corners and stuff like with that and you can like slingshot yourself because of the way that the web mechanic works like when it pulls you in oh yeah you can essentially speed boy <laughs> you, you could do some fun shit with that yeah. like uh well that's why i'm excited about the new handbrake system with the dragon riding and also blizzard just think about that for two seconds we don't just have to think about affixes in terms of punishing or which is what we have now. Well, more None of difficult. Them. It could you be could fun. Add, they could be fun. You could add grunt birthday party. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> it would be so great. Like, and Microsoft is gonna own them, so you could yeah, totally just use like, it. Give us something that is like, hey, if you pull you a know fucking what? Screw skill it. shot Get rid of affixes, actually just make it skulls. Just make it mythic skulls. <laughs> you know what? That's what they're gonna do. Halo 4, Master Chief comes to Azeroth. He crashes on Azeroth. Well, here we go again. We need, <laughs> we need Cobalt Birthday Party. You oh take my the candle, God. you, you take know. the candle, <laughs> and then avoid, like, you get, because, like, canonically. Oh, no, that's what happens. Cobalt Birthday now, Party, someone gets they, a candle, and they want it back. They, they, they wear their candles because they are, like, warding off the void. There's that one uh, cave in, um, I think it's Warlords, or uh, where, not Warlords, um... Which Legion. is funny because they're part of the Curse of Flesh. So why would they be warding off the void? Not to be in explained. Legion, there's a cave of kobolds where you get to interact with them. And you effectively learn that they have the candles to keep the void out of their cave. And you go as a quest. He's like, hey, go extinguish all these candles. And when you do, a fucking void like mob thing comes in. A faceless and like, one shows up. Yeah. Like... Grunt birthday party. You get rid of their fucking candle and then a void just like explosion. Like affixes can be fun. Like just give yeah. us something that is like fucking skulls. Give us skulls from Halo 2 as affixes. Let us turn them on, turn them off. You can keep the timer if you want to that way, but let us get some score based on which ones we do or don't turn off. I think it would be fun. It would be definitely a better system than what we're currently running. The question should always start with, is this fun? Does this make the game more fun? Does mm. it make it less fun? Do people because, want to do this? Because like you said earlier, the reason that you and I got back into retail, wow, is because we wanted to do the dungeons, the five-man dungeons. We wanted them to be challenging. Well, I got and, back in because I was PvPing. Well, that too. Well, no, I'm talking about when we were playing. When fucking, you got back, no, no, when no, we no, no, this. no, no. When we were about to play fucking BC Classic, and instead we started playing um, retail because we were like, we did the dungeons and we're like, dude, the problem is the dungeons are still 
which is why it's great that Wrath has added this these new affixes that which I have not played yet. Like the dungeons were fun. You like doing them because they're fun, and the way Mythic Plus is now effectively makes the game completely pass fail for people. Did they get what they wanted from it? Everything is so reward focused. Like, I know we're never going to get back to just making games fun again. I know, like, battle passes and, like, unlocking cosmetic rewards and games themselves being driven by wanting daily active users and wanting to effectively compete for your daily play. It's created an atmosphere where people that are old like us, like, we're like, man, games used to just be fun nowadays and like the younger generations they don't get affected by it as much well, they're it's like they didn't grow up with it this is what they maybe know. maybe and yeah. it's like but the point is it's like if you just ask yourselves and i know developers want to do that i imagine and sometimes it's just like hey you've got to put this in the game because the the like the people that are going to make the decisions are are going to like effectively say hey if it doesn't drive revenue then why are we spending are our time getting you to work on it? But if it's fun, because it creates a cult fan base that will literally buy anything you throw out. Give us grunt birthday party. Yeah. God damn it. We literally pay your bills. It's a conspiracy. God damn it. How is it? You know what it is? What? I think that game development has been infected by a spirit from Ben Drowns. I think Ben has gotten to all the game developers, and I think that's what happened to games. They they got in everybody. They got in the, the, the executives. Oh, they got in the developers. They've gotten into the players. It's That's what happened. No, nah, dude. You know what happened? And it was probably... It's Slenderman, because what most people don't realize is Slenderman is actually not a horror. He's adulthood. That's why he's in a suit, and you become faceless. You become a drone. You become a part of society. You and become then, bald. And that's what happens. They just whitewash everything. And then you get mad, and then you're in plus twos shitting yep. on brand new players because... It's the corporate suit. Corporate salad ruins everything. Let the corporate people be corporate, but stay the fuck out of our games. You, I don't care if you make them. Besides, gold, don't even get me started on golden parachutes. Got him. I know what my favorite conspiracy is. I know what my favorite conspiracy theory was. What? I don't know if it technically counts as a conspiracy theory, but everybody, everybody that played fucking Pokemon games back in the day, you had. I don't care who it was or what you. You had some kind of system that you thought that you knew made that Pokemon stay in that Pokeball. For me, it was pushing B and sometimes down. Every time it went boop, boop, boop. Like, I don't know what your system was, but everybody had some kind of crazy conspiracy about, oh, if I do this, that it's like... It'll nope. work. It'll work. <laughs> Maybe Ben Drowns got to all of us. Maybe Slenderman got to all of us. If Slenderman gets you eventually, you have to get a job and you have to live. Like, no one gets away from that. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids.
And that's why they looked like puffballs for a while. Because you were an adult for a while. He might know that he's angry about everything in his life. And he goes into the dungeon and he's shitting on lobies that are just trying to learn in a plus two. But can he see why kids love the taste of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? It's because there's cinnamon sugar swirls in every bite. God. Gotta remember that shit, people. Remember where you came from. Stop it there. And if you can't remember where you came from, uh, get a black light. You'll find it real quick. Yeah, definitely going to stop it there. <laughs>